Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because that makes sense. You get that a try. Yeah. Sounds cool. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Alright, let's start. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And we got our friend Nick on the show. Hey. Hey, Nick. Hey, hey, long time, man. How you been, Nick? Ah, oh, busy as hell, but uh, doing good. Good, good, good. This is episode 61, Adam's Swap Meet. All right, so who wants to start off? How's uh, your week been? Uh, mine was short and agonizing, so I guess I'll start. Let me start, All right. <laughs> I never start. Take the floor. Oh, man. Remember when Fred was on the show and he said, I said, one of these days I'm going to say it, it was not good, it was terrible, and he said, oh, that'll be an interesting show. Well, yeah. this is the week, because <laughs> it was uh, not good. It was not It was, It was. was not bad, but it was not good, man. I, I, I haven't had a cold in like five years. Sick as a dog, of course, Friday into Saturday, and... uh I got up and actually made it to the swap that we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. but um, man, I was done. I went back home after that, and I was out cold for most of the afternoon, slept through the night. Like, it was just one of those knock-you-on-your-ass colds, you know? You can still okay. hear it. Uh, Sunday wasn't a whole lot better, but uh, I was like kind of up and down. I got a chance to do a few things, which, you know, kind of sucks that it happened during the weekend. But I had a friend of mine that I used to work with that used to think, you know, you wear your body out all week. And, of course, you're most vulnerable Friday because, you know, you've either been staying up late and, and uh, man, was I with all the on-call that I had. Right. So um, that's what it is what it is. Monday, though, I felt a lot better. And I went to work and everything. Came home Monday and immediately uh, started working on the 690. I fixed that. I fixed the Oxy Cube that I had the bent nice. tail shaft on mm-hmm. and uh i ordered some blades that i got in and some you know stretched booms for the oxy cube so i put nice. the i put the blades on the 255 the sport and i fixed that so i'm like ready to go flying this weekend man i got a lot of stuff to fly a lot of a lot of helis are all together and started charging up some stuff already awesome but yeah so that's been it man it wasn't cool. it wasn't an eventful weekend. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're feeling a little better though, right? Yeah, I was in rough shape. I mean, you saw me on Saturday. Yeah, I was I was doing okay. I really didn't want to like infect too many people. Like, we'll <laughs> talk about it, but uh, I tried to stay away from as many people as I could at the swap. You know. Yeah, very unusual for you. Yeah, like I'm <laughs> I'm never sick. Yeah, like yeah. I said, I haven't had a cold in like five years, so it was yeah, it was a. Uh, no, but you're like you're like the politician, you know. You're like talking to everyone <laughs> at the swap meets, right? The field, so yep. it's very unusual that you're like, uh, uh, maybe I should talk, or you do. <laughs> we'll talk about it later, but uh, I'm just gonna say uh, fist pump. Yeah, it felt awkward at at some point because I was trying not to even look at people to talk directly at them to like spew my freaking germs on them. I was like, I'm talking at a ninety degree, so I don't infect <laughs> you. I was like, you know, trying to mm-hmm. tell people, and uh, so I hope. Most everybody, everybody's cool though. Everybody I talked to, they understood. Yeah. So what do you guys been up to? Steve, it looks like you got quite a bit. Why don't you go? Uh, okay. I do have a lot written down here. So 
All right, I'm going to kind of blast through a lot of this stuff because it's like I wrote like three paragraphs here. Um, so, yeah, the weekend was great. I did tons and tons and tons of RC stuff this weekend. Um, so, yeah, got to hit up the Adam Swap Meet on Saturday morning. We'll talk about that during the main topic. Went flying right after that at the field. I got about 13 flights in. Nice. I started I started pushing really, really hard now, like um, relying on heavily on rescue I've been basically doing double pure flips to like it almost sometimes looks like pirouetting TikToks because I'm just I'm literally banging the sticks around. So, but um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's working pretty, you know, pretty good with the rescue and stuff. Like if I lose, you know, I I, I don't lose confidence. I just kind of do it, and then it's like um, I don't know which way the hell he is. Click, I push the button. Yeah, uh, yeah. Muse, Muse, and Ricky Cricky, man. Our old friend Rick came out. I haven't seen him. Yeah, you sent me a picture. No, three three months. Yeah, yeah, I had to. I was like, "Whoa, Rick's <laughs> out! <laughs> Look who came out!" <laughs> it's a Rick sighting. I gotta yeah, take a picture. Seriously, uh huh. <laughs> That's cool. How's he doing? He's doing all right. Yeah, yeah, he's doing good. He's doing good. Um, nice. You know, he's gonna try to definitely make it out to the field more often now. So I can't wait. Because uh, he's cool. fun to just hang out with and, and fly with for sure. Uh, on on the trick front, I'm doing inverted circuits now. I'm nice. also doing inverted like circuits to figure eights. I haven't transitioned. They're, they're, sometimes I can do them as a hurricane. Sometimes I do them just as like a slow flying inverted circuit. But um, I'm getting used to that. I mean, it's kind of the same way I normally fly upright. Like I only make turns in one direction, <laughs> you know. Um, so I'm following yeah. that same suit, but. You know, at least it's inverted and it looks cool because the helicopter's upside down. Uh, besides that, I also flew on Sunday. So I only went for a couple hours. I think I put in nine flights that day. Wow. I just brought the, the Goblin 700, the Black Thunder, the 380, and the Oxy. And I only had three packs each. So I was just like, let's make it a quick trip. Um, but yeah, I got to hang out with Rob, Devin, and Mike. Definitely, <laughs> these guys are hilarious, you know, to hang out with. They were at the field, huh? Mm, yeah, they were at they were at GCA, you know, they're doing their thing. Yeah, but they I, were the only ones there. Uh, there was another guy, Tom. I think he's, uh, I think he's. A, they said that he's the safety officer for the club. Okay, but um, yeah, he seemed pretty cool. I let him actually fly my my Goblin three eighty to try rescue because he he flies um Icon and no no sorry he flies Mini V bar I think on the heli that he had, but he flies Spectrum. So you know, Rob was talking about rescue, and I was like. Yeah, here I'll show you what it's about. So I would do the double pyro flips and just whack six everywhere, full one twenty on the rate on the tail, just spinning it as fast as possible, or as fast as I'm comfortable spinning it, and then just you know doing a stir. And I'm like, look, stir, 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 group rescue. He's like, whoa, that's that's cool. So I was like, here, fly my three eighty, give it a shot, just go up high, you know, try rescue level, try rescue bank, try rescue inverted. And at first he was very nervous, but um, the trick. I think with rescue is is no matter what orientation, like if it's upside down or whatever, as soon as it flips over, start rotating the tail and get your uh, tail in orientation or wherever orientation that you're comfortable with so you know exactly where the hell he is. And, and after that, you do it like five times. You're like, oh, this is, this is snap. This is great. Yeah. I think that's what Nick said when he was on. He said mm-hmm. something similar, you know. And once you go through the PPP course and, and all that and, or get, you know, through it a bit, that once yeah. you know rescue spins you around and you, you can start rotating the tail, you know exactly where you are. Yep, and you can fly out of it. 
Yeah, yeah, and that that's all it is. That's all it comes down to. Like, if you can do that every time, then there's no like sense of like um of worrying or like you know where you lose your confidence for a second. Like it's like you're looking up in the air and you're not like, oh, oh crap, is it nose in? Is it tail in? Like you're not questioning it. You're just like rotate, rotate. Okay, I'm tail in and come flying back towards you and you know get back into your your safe hover. Um, another move I, I've been working on, which is really, which looks cool, and and you know. I guess I got to give credit to Devin because I saw him do it and I saw some other folks do it before. But basically, I do um, I do a big loop and at the top of the loop, I do a small loop and then I go inverted. So say that I'm going tail end towards, you know, towards the flight line. I go up at the top. I'm inverted. I flip over and then I come down and then I, you know, I'm basically hovering inverted in front of me. But it's, I don't stop. I just kind of go inverted and I punch out. And then when I get like, I don't know, 100 feet in the air, I actually just do an aileron roll. So the the nose is up, tail's down, I just do a quick roll and then I come back down. I don't know. It's okay. it's fun. It just looks cool because I'm, I'm linking a lot of moves together. And, and that's where I feel like I'm almost at that point where I can like kind of plan a routine, you know, even though it'll be sloppy and all over the place. But like, okay, I'll do this, 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 you know, and just kind of get moves lined up. So... Uh, let's see. I'm going to bring my pliers with me this weekend. Pliers? Yeah, you might have some finger problems. I might, I might <laughs> break a few fingers. Uh, no, I'm yeah, bust some knuckles up. Yeah, it sounds like you're progressing like crazy, man. I mean, you've been doing fantastic. You've been blowing me away, man. And, it's, uh, you've been moving along and I've been still trying to work on stuff. You know what it is? It's I'm at my own time. Place. Stick it is. Time, oh, man. you're absolutely right. Yeah. It's totally you're getting that. the 17 flights in and, you know, yes. I've had, I've been having, I've been moving over to V bar, so I'm kind of like, I, I'm, I'm happy though, man. I'm working at yeah, my own yeah. pace, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You'll get there once, once you get everything comfortable and you're like set. Yeah. And I'm dying to fly that 690 again, man. Yes, I can't wait to see that again. Uh, besides that, I have two helicopters to build. Two or three? Yes. Well, two plus one. I haven't gotten the third one yet. Two plus one is three, dude. I know, but I haven't gotten it yet. Common Core math? Oh, you haven't gotten it yet. Okay. Common Core would be like one is closer to five minus No, dude. Stupid shit. Two plus one would have taken an entire podcast to figure out. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Common Core math. (laughs) But yeah. um, Yeah, I'm rebuilding two of my friends' helis for them. So I know about one because I saw you post pictures about it. Yeah, so the... The MSH Protos Max V2, the one I posted a pic about it. Um, when this podcast release, it'll be, I guess, whatever, Monday or Tuesday. I, I love Muse, dude. He's a great guy. But uh-huh. when I saw that picture, I thought of that movie Christine, where they first found Christine. Yeah, and yeah, he had like, And he had, like, half the parts missing. And I'm like, what the hell? All I see is half a helicopter there. <laughs> Not even. It's like yeah. a, a third. A third of yeah, a helicopter. Yeah, man. I was yeah. like, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess the parts that he broke, he just threw away. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the half of the frame, the landing gears, the boom. Like, those are the three major pieces that are missing. Wow. But, um, yeah, so I got that taken apart and, um, a parts list gone, you know, going and I sent that to Muse. So he's, he already ordered the parts and he already shipped it. So. Oh, nice. Super quick. MSH USA, super quick. And the other one is a Goblin 630 competition. Really? Now, this heli, you might remember, it used to be pink, but then it caught on fire in the oh. air. Oh. 
I know who this that is. One? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other one I got, um, which I'm going to start building or re like it's actually all taken apart, all, you know, so it's basically ready to get rebuilt. So that should be pretty quick. Goblin kits go together really quick. That was the Firebird, the where the ESC caught fire and melted, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. In the air, like just hovering, flying forward a little, it just went poof. Oh, look at that. Yeah, we fire. talked about that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, he you know what? He has the original canopy that he that you know, when he bought that kit. And it looks so much better than that pink thing that he had before. It's like this orange yellow with a little bit of red. It, it looks really cool. So Oh um, nice. Is he yeah, going back to that? that? Well, I mean, I guess that's what he has. So he basically told me, um, you know, put it together with this and then if um you know, if he likes it, he might fly it again. If not, he'll sell it. So nice. I have a six thirty competition for sale. Okay. Besides that, now we're recording this Tuesday. Today I leaked it out. I bought myself a first uh, Nitro Heli. So my first Nitro. Yay! What's surprising me is that I bought an I bought an Align. <laughs> oh, that you surprised know? you? Yeah, I I mean I know I wanted to go cheap. I wanted to go Nitro. I want to go something that has part availability. But I I never thought I would buy another Align after that Align two fifty. And yeah, so I bought a seven hundred Nitro. I don't think that's a bad decision, dude. No, not at all. I mean, I have no idea what you paid for, but I like I don't think that's a bad bad decision at all. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it has an OS ninety one in it, so it doesn't have a, a super big motor. But I think uh, for the weight and the size of that heli, I think it's gonna um, do me pretty well. So we'll see. I'm um, hopefully when this podcast comes out, I should be getting it that day. So yeah. Oh, wow. Well, you got to tell everybody what happened with the other one that you were supposed to get. You were supposed to get a 600 or something, right? Yeah, I was supposed to get a 600. Um, this guy had two of them. And I, I think he uh, he put one in, and, and then he was kind of like, I don't know if I should sell it. I'll probably just keep it. I was like, yeah, no worries. So it kind of fell through. Um, no problem, though. Well, that's um, cool. Because, you know, for basically a little bit more than what he was selling me his 600 for, I'm buying the 700. So, oh, nice. And, you know, I, I I personally prefer 700 size. So, not, not a big deal. So, it kind of all worked out. Steve's heli of choice is a 700 size. <laughs> <laughs> 700, an oxy, and a 380. Man. <laughs> nice. Cool, man. Yeah, so, a lot of RC stuff this week. What, uh, did I, what did I send you in a text earlier? I can't wait to yell at you from the planker area. <laughs> at the field yeah i think that's what you said right yeah yeah your 15 minutes are up come on i want to fly something <laughs> no i cannot i can't do more than seven minutes even when i do the five five and a half minute flights with the synergy i'm like okay i, I feel like i should be landing now <laughs> yeah. yeah it's too oh, much yeah. concentration too much uh you know in one shot so nick how, how's your week been uh-huh. Actually, how's your month been it's been a while it it has been a while um been doing a lot with this new job that I've got. Uh, I'm about three months into it or now, four months maybe. Uh, it's probably been about that long since I've been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I've been working there like crazy. Uh, been going through the motions, trying to get back into school. 3D printing a lot for work. If anyone follows like my Instagram, I've posted some of the things, some of the dredging buckets that I've uh, taken models from of stuff we have at work and 
made smaller models so that when they go out to trade shows and whatnot, they can try to show it off and try to sell buckets. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to find room to bring a 180-gallon fish tank home. Um, Holy crap. Yeah. Really? So it's like two feet by two feet by six feet. Oh, my God. Wow, man. So it's a why long for tank. Such a, why for such a big fish tank? Like, um, I've done fish tanks for years. I've actually been out of it for about two years now. Um, mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to do salt water. And yes. that's going to be my salt water tank. Nice. Wow, dude. Yeah. Make sure your floor is can support the weight, dude. Oh, <laughs> right? I know. How much, much water in it? <laughs> yeah, well, the tank itself is like half-inch thick glass, and I'm pretty oh, sure boy. pretty sure it, it's like between like 300 and 350 pounds dry. Wow. So, yeah. I that, had a 30-gallon tank, and I think it was 300 pounds. <laughs> so With that's water, right? Times six, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and then I've been very slowly cutting out my next big build. So, oh, yeah? oh, cool, man. Nice. Yeah, that's been... Yeah, it should have been cut out by now, but I haven't had the time. I, I know you want to keep it secret, so we don't have to go about, like, which plane it is, but are you building style-wise, are you doing the same thing as your Spitfire? Or are you going to be, like, you know, rosin core papering it and stuff like that? No, actually, this time I bought a box of the waterproof foam board. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. And it'll be uh, all pretty much closed off. It's a Nerd Nick design. Um, it's unreleased. He's got a few unreleased planes that he's working on, and mm-hmm. I happen to be able to get in and talk with him, and he specially designed up 200%, uh, gave me plans for 200% uh, size, and... Nice. Slowly working it and talking through certain build aspects of it. And hopefully nice, it'll man. be done. Is one box of foam going to be enough? <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. I bought 50 sheets, so. <laughs> nice. Oh, that should be cool. Dude, if yeah. I can build the two wings, I think it's enough. I don't know if he's got two or, two or one wings yeah, on, on that thing. But. We, don't, we don't know if it's, yeah, two or one wing. We don't know what 100% is. <laughs> for for it to be two hundred percent, right? <laughs> it could be like a seventy inch, hundred percent. No, <laughs> no, so. it's it'll be roughly about the size of the Spitfire. Probably a little bit shorter because it won't have the elliptical wings, so it's not the Spitfire. Okay. Yeah, it'll be pretty interesting. I know there's a couple of people who do know what it is, and it'll be fun to see how many people try to keep guessing. I've had a few people guess and. A lot of Spitfires still come up. Mm, yeah. But yeah. So mm. If you were to look at like, um, I don't even remember what photos I posted, but I think one, you can like see the, the main fuselage section, the front half of the fuselage. And yeah, it, you, you it's, laid it out right. Yeah, it's not a Spitfire at all. I know in one of the photos I posted, I blurred out the name and the other one I didn't and you could probably see it if you were to zoom in far enough. Cool. Maybe we'll try to zoom in and see you. <laughs> well, I already know. I think I already know what it is. Pretty sure I told you guys, like, way before yeah. I even ended up talking with their Nick. I got so many of his planes, like, so many planes in general I want to build, man. And one of them's definitely I know. a couple of hit the ones that he did I want to build. Oh, yeah. 
he's working on a 200% design for himself, so he'll have a hopefully have a different plane than what I have at Flight Fest together. Wow, man, that'll be cool. Flight Fest East, for those who are wondering. Flight Fest East. Hmm. Okay, let's go into our main topic then. All so right. Adams Arceers. That's such a weird name, Arceers. Adam Arceers Swap Meet? Yeah. Or Flea Market? Or whatever it's called? We would have mentioned this on the last show, I think, that we were going to this if we knew yeah. we were going. Like, I think it came up so quick, man. I didn't even realize that it was May or uh, May. It's February and <laughs> that it was time for their swap. Yeah, I, I mean, the only reason I remember is when I saw our club president um, email yeah. us about it. And I was like, oh, all right, yeah. Crap, are you going to go, Kevin? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was cool. It was definitely, um, uh, you know, familiar faces, you know, the same old prices, same old planes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I can't. No, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it was exactly that, though. I mean, I saw, well, well we should say we had a, a guy from our club, Alex, he was there. Yes. And he was selling his Hangar 9 P-51. Ooh, that was that, pretty big. You, that was you huge, yeah. yeah. That was 72-inch wingspan, easy. Nice. Yeah, or maybe 80. Which one that was? Was What was the brand? That was Hangar 9. Hangar 9, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it looked good. It looked real good. Yeah, and he said he flew it a few times, not at a field we normally fly at, I guess, at the other field in Edison. Okay. I, think, I guess they have a little more room there, because that thing was pretty large. Yeah. Yeah, that thing was huge. There was a couple large planes there for sale. And, uh, I don't know. Guys were moving stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I thought was different this time was there wasn't, um, there's usually that one lady there that's selling all the little bits and pieces. I don't know if she's got, I don't know what her company name is. Like the servo extensions and servo leads and all oh, those MPI. little Oh, okay. MPI, yeah. They, they make, it's, they mean all like the the servo leads, extensions, the connectors, like they the sell micro all this, LEDs. The small stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, like servo servo testers and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure why they didn't show up this year because they're usually on that that table as you walk in. You know, that's kind of facing the door almost. Right. Yeah. In that area, the guy had in the middle just a ton of bins, and he was selling stuff dirt cheap. A lot like, of helicopter stuff. Yeah, which I thought was surprising. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's see. We met up with uh, one of our Facebook friends, I guess, um, and he also he's also listed on the show. I, I'm gonna. I don't remember. Like, I can't pronounce his last name. I know it's Eric with an H. I'll say. Um, Brickenback. 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 Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So we got to meet up with Eric, and that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, because he was the guy that just won the raffle. Yeah, yeah, he won the first raffle of um, RC Heli Hangouts, which was the Goblin 420. Yep. Yep, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome to meet him, man. Yeah, yeah, and he hooked me up. I, I bought a, what did I buy? A glow driver from him. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, What else? You bought some stuff, didn't you? Yeah, what the hell did I buy? I was so freaking out of it. Um. <laughs> Uh, we were talking earlier how I was trying not to, uh, yeah, directly speak to people. I hope they didn't think I was being a jackass. I did. But I, I just didn't want to freaking breathe on them directly and, like, infect them. Like, Kevin doesn't like me. But what did he have? What did I buy? Oh, I, in the, in the one guy's, uh, line of bins there, mm-hmm. I found, um, I dug through a bunch of 
stuff and i found like a complete almost complete uh hobby king gt 500 helicopter uh frame and whole the whole kit yeah just missing the tail boom right i think yeah just missing the tail boom and he had a, hit a bunch of those yep so i picked that up for like 20 bucks i mean i thought that was a pretty good deal i think they're like 150 or 120 or something like that from hobby king and i'm like thinking you know what? If I ever decide to do a 500 size scale, I'll I'll put that in there because I'm gonna probably order something like that anyway, something cheap. You know. I know someone who has a 500 scale fuselage. Yeah, what kind? What is the, the EC Eurocopter ones with the weird, you know, housing on the tail blades? Yeah, it, it almost looks like a turbine. That's like my least favorite. It's kind of like a big giant bubble, and yeah, kind of like a, a medevac. It, look, it looks like a pill. <laughs> It's kind of like oblong, blue. two rounded edges. Paint it blue. <laughs> yeah. Make it the blue pill. Take the blue pill. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But, um, yeah, uh, who else <laughs> do we see? We went up with a bunch of people. Well, Pete, Pete Gregory showed up. Oh, yeah. Yep, your friend um, Pete. We've mm-hmm. known him for, I've known him for a while, ever since I was flying up at Goshen, and his buddy Fabio was there. I don't know if I, don't know if I met Fabio. He was the guy with the big stick beating the women off, Fabio. With the long hair, right? Yeah. And looked like he guy. always had like a fan in front of him because his hair just kept on flowing through the air. Yeah, and when he looked at you, there was like sparkles that went around him. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I didn't know. see the sparkles. I guess I'm still I on think meds. You, you were really sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to cough. Oh, there, there we go. You can hear? I still hear it. Yeah, but those guys are great, man. Pete's, Pete, I, Pete, we talk a lot about, about the hobby and dude, mm-hmm. this is what I love about this hobby, man. You guys are, they're, they're just into it and fired up and, uh, and Pete and I've talked to years for four years about the hobby and I, I don't think we've ever flown together. He's done a, a couple of things. He comes from like way up in upstate New York and, uh, he's, he's talked to me about different biplanes and stuff like that that he's built and, uh, but we, yeah, we've never got together to fly or anything. So hopefully, man, one day we'll get together. Yeah. Hang out. I keep on forgetting his name. But I call him Ari Kors guy. Jim, uh, is it Jim? Jim, yes. Yeah, I was surprised to see him there. Yeah. Yeah, usually we see him at the ramp show. So Yeah. Or yep. I guess AMA East are calling it this time. Yeah. Um yeah. So it was good. You know, it's good to chat with him, check out his planes. Uh I still gotta get my Ari Kors going again, but yeah, one day. Yeah, I was telling him how you, we had a lot of luck with those planes. We learned a lot with them. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, those are good stuff, man. Yeah. And he has like totally like, I mean, he has like smaller ones now with landing gears and all this stuff. He also has that, uh, that, uh, prop and slot one. Do you remember yeah. which one that was? Delta wing kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It looked cool. And he, he you know, he had an FPV set up on it, rig on it. So yeah. that looked, that looked pretty awesome. It looks like it'd be fun to fly. Yeah. And he sold a couple of those. While we were mm-hmm. there, I saw guys walking around with him. Yeah, I saw guys, you know, picking up his uh, the yak, you know, a couple of them at a time. Yeah, man, and he's a great guy, dude. Because like we haven't seen him in a while, and we, you know, he's like, "Hey guys, how you doing?" You know, I think last year we saw him at the Ram Show. And that was it. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. We gave him a couple of stickers. I was leaving stickers all over last yeah. year. But yeah, yeah, he's a cool guy. To, you know, hang out and talk to him. So uh, if you ever see him, you'll know him when you see him. And if you ever see him at uh, one of the shows, man, go say hi. Yeah, he lives in uh, he lives up in like New England area, which I would thought yeah. was. Well, I, I thought say? he was more. He said it was five hours. I know drive five hour drive. He said. Yeah, and I, for some reason I thought he was more like, like maybe Pennsylvania area. I don't know, 
because I, I know he goes to a lot of events and he's all over and yeah. that mm-hmm. that amazed me even more that he like drove from that area you know he's it's yeah. like it's not like from, you're going from one place out he's going from like one place out but only in 180 degree direction you know right right he's constantly going from that same direction so yeah, yeah. man yeah i think he said that um i mean he's just been super busy so he's doing like the the ram or ama east show which is i think at the end of this month right yeah yep yeah and then i think after that he said he's going to i don't know is it seth or joe nall yeah uh, so i mean yeah and you know those aren't close they're they're pretty far trips and it's not like his his planes he you know they're great planes he doesn't sell them for super high price or anything you know i'm I'm sure he's not making a killing off of it but you know to be able to like you know traveling there's expense to you know gas you know all your like your your food your hotel whatever you know yeah so yep so he's dedicated man yeah he's busy he was telling us how busy he was Mm -hmm. you know cutting them all out and getting things together yeah yeah so that's cool man yeah it's great to see him and those planes are durable, man. Like we we smashed the hell out of those things. Oh yeah, yeah. I probably have a hundred crashes on mine. <laughs> yeah, and and a hundred like regluing of everything. <laughs> I went through so much foam tack on that plane. It's not even funny. I think that was the first plane I saw you do any kind of three D. I remember you uh, doing you know, like knife edging with that thing and everything. You know, I love knife edging. Yeah, yep. you have this written in here. I don't know. I don't know if I met Jason. Oh, Jason Klein. Yeah. He's the guy I met up at Neat Fair a long time ago. Okay. Uh, 2013. And yeah, known him for a while. And we only see each other at like this, this event. Like I think at Ram Show, I saw him too. But yeah, dude. And, and he's, he was running around like Nick at, at Flight Fest. Like he was in charge of parking and, and like helping out in and out, getting guys in and out. So I, I saw him a couple of times and then he was like, I got to get rid of these winter clothes, you know, cause I'm going to die in here and, and I'll be back out. And we started talking about different things and, um, wait, he was working there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's oh, okay. his club that does the, he's part of the Adams RC group. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's his club that does it. So he was helping out with everything, I guess, setting nice. up and, you know, yeah. So he made a comment like as, as I was getting ready to, you know, leave or whatever, or as we parted ways for the, like the last time real quick, something about like my, uh, my se5 my giant se5 he asked me you know did you ever get the 3d printed stuff worked out for that uh or fixed on that and i told him no and he he said i we got to talk because i got a couple of things i want to tell you about and i guess maybe it's i don't know i don't know what it is maybe different material i'm not sure if i'm going to go with 3d printed connecting pieces in the frame anymore either for that so i still got to dig that apart but i got other things i'm working on first but uh no it was good to see him man he's a cool guy brown-eyed fool on uh, rc groups and yeah see i still remember all that crap <laughs> i still remember it all yeah. yeah he's a good guy i remember ch- chatting with him like i said at uh the neat fair and and i've seen him here and there awesome yeah yeah dude and we also saw um for those of you that don't know um laser toys has relocated their home i don't know if it's their home base but uh to new jersey so we saw Dan from Laser Toys there. Yep. And I was shocked. I was like, what are they doing here? You know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but just, I've never seen them there in the previous years. Yeah, and his counterpart there, she recognized me. So she was like, yeah, yeah, hey, how's it going? And I was like, 
what are you guys doing here? You know, and they were like, uh, we live here now. We're Jersey's. We're Jersey people. Jerseyites. Oh, huh. We're from Jersey. Jerseyans? Jerseyans? If you knew Jersey like I knew Jersey. What exit? What exit? Yeah. That's what I said. What exit? No, I didn't say what exit. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm from Jersey and we don't say that. I feel like they were like maybe Pennsylvania or something. I, I don't know. I we don't like Springsteen. We don't like Bon Jovi. So get those stereotypes out of your head. Sorry. What were you saying? Yeah, they were from Ohio. They were, right? Yeah, because when flight tests originally started up, they mm-hmm. had a lot of uh, interaction with laser toys. Uh, they were sponsoring a lot of their, you know, their first three, their first kits and, uh, you know, getting, getting motors and ESCs combos together for them. Yeah, yeah. I think they were also the first ones to start selling their kits. Yeah. Also, yeah. Before flight tests had their, you know, their store up. Yeah, right. Cause that's, yeah. Cause at, at neat, yeah. They were like in the back of the laser toys tent. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's crazy, man. Now Dan from laser toys is in the back of the flight test tent for crying out loud. <laughs> right. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But no, uh, Dan's a great guy, man. Yes. Been through quite a bit and he's a good dude. Yeah, and you know they always have great prices. They always have great stuff. It's like every time I see him at Flight Fest or Neff, I'm like, oh man, I need this, I need this, I need that. You know, it's like, oh, I got this plane, I need this motor, and they have it, so it's great. You know, I yeah. love going to a hobby shop that has the things you're looking for. Yeah, he's usually got what you need, yeah, and it's at a decent price. Yeah, 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 totally reasonable. You know, price at like a place you know to have it, so it's great. So what what you think of the event, like? Of the stuff being sold there, like, cause there's a lot of balsa kits, a lot of stuff, you know? Well, I almost picked up a balsa kit. I yeah, almost picked up a gentle lady. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I thought to myself, you know, I don't know, man. I got so much stuff I'm working on now. Uh, yeah. What was that? What? I thought I heard something. Helicopter or something. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I got so much crap I'm working on now, dude, that I don't know if I'm going to have a chance. Dude, you're creeping me out. It's like that movie <laughs> to ring or something. Yes, helicopters. You have so much helicopters to work uh, on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jeez. <laughs> oh, you're like, shit, am I really that sick? I got headphones in and I'm, I'm hearing whispering. Uh, dude. Oh, man. Cool. But yeah, no, it was a good event. I actually like going to that event. And you know it's not in a huge area. I mean, it's not it doesn't have a no. lot of square footage, but uh, yeah, you know, it seems to have a lot of traction every year. You know, yeah. Uh, you know what my complaint is about these events? I think the stuff that they have is pretty cool. You know, a lot of a lot of the, a lot of balsa kits, a lot of arfs. You know, like a lot of cool stuff that you know, especially if you're into planes. The the prices aren't too bad, but. The, the main thing is that it's so hard to walk around and the, the yeah. ramp show is just as bad or even worse. Um, it's just, it's just so many people and everyone's trying to like get a little bit of a counter space to like look at stuff. I just feel like, ugh, I'm annoyed at this. If it, especially since it's like, I mean, you know, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm, I'm pretty much only flying helicopters these days, right? Wait, what? Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I go in there and I'm like, cool, there's planes, cool, yeah, I want to get another balsa kit, like, you know, I'm going to have room to build stuff, I want to I wanna do this, I want to do that, but it's like, if I can't get in there, I'm just like, ah, it's it's not a goblin, it's not. <laughs> I'm going back to yeah. helicopters. Yeah, yeah, I'm going exactly. back to helicopters, whatever, it, you know, like, it's just too much. 
It doesn't have a main rotor. This is horrible. There's no tail boom. <laughs> oh, God, it's I not can't that. fly this. Like, it doesn't go it, straight up and down. I can't land. If I could get in there and like really take my time and look without feeling like I'm getting nudged around and stuff, it's just like, all right, is it really worth it? Like I'm into this, but I'm more into that, and there's not enough of that here. And every year I go, there's the same guy selling the Kyosho. Um, no, Hirobo <laughs> Shuttle, the white Hirobo one, shuttle. the yep. Hirobo Shuttle, like the, the thing that's, you know, older than I am. And it's like $300 or best offer. And I'm like, yeah, no one's going to give you more than like 25 bucks for that thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the, the 72 megahertz antenna sticking out the tail boom, not the tail boom, but on the landing skids. It's like, uh, no. Yeah. I mean, the guy that moved the most merchandise, I think it made the most money. Was the guy with the bins, and that was just that had that whole section, and he was like, he was selling stuff dirt cheap, man. Well, he had like, a lot of stuff, and it was dirt cheap. You got it right, dirt yeah. cheap. I mean, he had those. He had the, he had two biplanes. They had to be, um, geez, what do you think? Those are those are easily sixty inch biplanes. They were over forty eight. Because I looked yeah, at some of those. Yeah. I looked oh, at the gliders huge. he had. Mm-hmm. The one glider had to have an, at least an eight foot wingspan on it. Yeah. And they were balsa and. uh I don't. I think they were electric. One of them was electric, but they they were like two hundred bucks. He was getting rid of those things for. Yeah, I mean, and they were big. They, I think they were. And they were pretty big. Yeah, they were giant scale stuff, man. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, he was there doing it the right way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like we we were picking out some of that the some of the helicopter parts because I was like, oh, cool, they have six hundred nitro parts. You know, this was back when I was going to get the six hundred nitro. So I was like, oh, a tail boom control rod you know like a couple of things and you're like oh i need a tail boom for your 500 and he had a whole bunch of like used 500 tail booms the whole assembly from the from the mount where the tail boom goes into on the heli all the way to the tail side with all the sliders the push rod everything i got a bunch of like brand new t-rex 600 parts and i was like i had the whole thing in my hand i was like how much is this and he's like right, give me 20 i was like yeah. whoa like a tail boom alone is at least like Eight to ten bucks. Yeah, and you had you had like a handful. You had like your hands full of them. Right, full of them. Like you had a yeah. handful of stuff. Like easily. And that's the way to do it. Like some of these guys on the tables was like, "Oh, really? That much for that?" Okay. Like the guy we talked about, I think last year that had the weekender. Oh yeah, uh, that was um maybe was ten dollars off yeah. of what it would cost me brand new. Yep. yep. That guy was that guy showed up again. I remember because I look for him now. Yeah, and he yeah. had he had like the same bank. kind of banged up stuff and mm-hmm. won top dollar for it. And yeah, a lot of you know foamy tower hobbies, UMX hobby, you know Horizon yeah. hobby stuff that's all used. Yeah, but they're like retail price, and it doesn't make any sense, you know. And then he sits there like wondering why people aren't buying stuff. I mean, you know, come on, we we come here for a deal. We don't come. See, here I to- I can see if like. You know, your grandfather passed away. He was into the hobby and you got a bunch of stuff that he had and you show up and you don't know what anything is and you right. just lay it on the table and you know, it's a radio of 20 bucks. It's a radio yeah. that's ancient. Nobody's going to use. Nobody's paying you $20 for it, but yeah. you don't know. I can understand that. But that guy that goes every year. Yeah. He's got to know what's going on because he's yeah, not selling yeah. anything. I've seen him like three years now. Mm hmm. And it's like, come on, man. Cause I remember the first year I almost bought a Corsair from him. Same type of deal. He wouldn't budge. It was like 125 and wouldn't budge and it was banged up. And I'm like, eh, yeah, whatever. And it's like brand new 150. So why would you pay that much? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Still stuck yeah. in the olden days. Yeah. 
I guess. I mean, I I don't know if it's if if it's like you know back in the day where you know it was an investment, like you would buy something and you would be able to sell it for you know for a decent value. I mean, now it's like you buy something as soon as you touch that thing, like you got to knock twenty five percent off the top at least. Yeah, at even least, if it's never yeah. been, even if it's never been like flown or crashed or anything, you know, like oh, oh only three flights on it. Well, you know what? That's that's thirty percent off at least. Well, that's why I brought up the radios because I mean you could pay, geez, I paid one hundred fifty three hundred dollars for my radio back in the day, and mm-hmm. that FM doesn't even have a chip in it. Like nobody's gonna want that nowadays. Who's gonna want yeah. that? Yeah, they're terrible. You get interference, you get glitches. Yeah, why? Two point four is so much better, <laughs> and you can buy it for half the price. Yeah, you know yeah. nowadays so it's surprising when we see stuff like that. What's not surprising, which I like to see, is that, uh, you know, there, there was a lot of ARF kits, like Great Plains and Hangar 9, that kind of stuff, all, like, in the box, new, for, like, 20 30% off, which is good. Yeah. You know, if I had the money, especially that, you know, right across from that old guy, there was that table where you just had, like, boxes and boxes of new ARF kits, you know, and plug-and-plays and stuff. I was like, oh, I wish I had the money. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, there was some good stuff, dude. Definitely. I didn't win any. Did you win it? You didn't win anything off the uh, the raffle thing, right? No. Door prize. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's see. What else? Oh, and I just wanted to I just wanted to make a public service announcement because last year we talked about someone. I want to mention who, who might have or might have not gotten in for free. No. Because the people at the door stood there and looked at this said person up and down and then decided to let him go. I don't know. But I want to just say. For the record, that that did not happen this year. So wait, last year someone got in for free. I cannot deny or confirm that at this time. <laughs> I sound like Oliver North, but I know. But we did mm. mention it on the podcast last year, and I just wanted to mention it this year that I know for a fact that no one did get in for free. Either that, or you pocketed the five dollars I gave you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you, you say that I got it for free? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. This year, I know no one got in for free unless the five dollars I gave you, you put in your pocket and walked in. But I thought I saw you with a armband on, so I have my ways of getting an armband. No, yeah, no, no, I paid. I paid my yeah. way. It's only it, would, bucks, it wouldn't be for so. free anyways. I, I paid you the money anyway, so yeah, yeah. So I still pay That's for true. it nonetheless. Cool. I mean, I don't know. I, I, the Adams RC show is it's nice, especially if you're looking for used stuff. I think next year I do want to go, but it's only five dollars to get in, and you know, yeah, it's like an hour ride, cool five bucks. Yeah, it's not; it's an hour ride. I've seen planes there the first couple of years I went, where I I was not at that level of flying yet, and right, man, if I saw them, I know last year if I saw them, I had the money on me, I was gonna I was gonna buy something like decent, yeah, like that was a couple of years ago. I, the guy was selling a P forty, no P forty seven. That was uh. It wasn't seventy. It wasn't as big as the P fifty one that Alex had, but it was. Um, I'd say it was sixty inch. Okay. It was still pretty large. I think it was a nitro retracts, Robart retracts in it. I mean, he had everything. It was all ready yeah, to robots go. Robarts are nice. And it mm-hmm. was like he wanted like four hundred bucks for it, and yeah. it was super clean. So I was like, wow, man, I'd haggle with him. You know. They did have some nice nitro engines and gas engines there. Like, yeah. Like you know. 
two or four cylinder four strokes and stuff like some pretty nice stuff there yeah um, so a, a two piston opposing like yeah horizontal mm-hmm. yeah four stroke i think it was yeah it had push rods and stuff it was four stroke that was badass man yeah i don't even know what he wanted for but it just looked great yeah yeah I had some gasser engines there too uh, that's what i want to do so that's my plan for next year is um I got to figure out what size motor that revolver that someone's going to give me has and then <laughs> and then buy the motor there, you know? And yeah. you know, if I have to rebuild it or whatever or break it in, go for, you know, whatever, but I'm sure I could get it way cheaper than buying it um brand new from Tower Hobbies or something. So Oh yeah. Yeah. I want to do a four stroke. I got to do four stroke on something, man, cuz I just love the way that sounds. Yeah, I kind of like the two stroke sound. I don't know. It's kind of like a dirt bike, you know, it has that that like Two strokes have more power. You don't need a, don't yeah. need as much of a CC'd engine to spin a big prop. Yep. Yeah. But see, we we have a, our president of the club. He flies a lot of nitro stuff, and man, he brought uh, he has an old Eindecker that was a four stroke, and yeah. he was putting that thing around, and that sounded so scale. I was like, man, that's it right there, dude. That that yeah. sounds awesome. Nice. Yeah, so, I, I got to do so something next like year. That. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Let's buy some nitro engines. Okay. I should have pretty much everything i need for nitro as far as like starters and fuel pumps and well by next year you'll be a pro you'll be like yeah, these nitro <laughs> wait, 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 engines wait oh that, that sounds a little rich a little tad rich, little <laughs> Just, tad rich. yeah yeah there's, there's not no smoke yeah <laughs> or there's too much smoke i don't know yeah it's it's crazy how people tune nitro engines like from the sound and and the amount of smoke it's pouring out mm-hmm. i just find yeah. that very like weird <laughs> you'll constantly be tuning them so you'll figure it out eventually yeah well the amount of smoke is how much lube you're actually getting to the engine because i don't think they i think that's part of it yeah so, it is the nitro actually so when you're running richer you're you're putting more lube in right because it's not burning it off I'm yeah guessing, right yeah so yeah it's actually rich means more fuel than air so yeah you're putting more fuel in which means more percentage of lube or whatever yeah yeah so uh, so we'll see yeah that'd be cool what do we got next i don't know what do we got next Uh, news news and announcements yeah news all right so uh robert mount monty he messaged us or did he message us or maybe yeah i think he messaged us or emailed us about a fun fly that he and Casey Campbell put, you know, put together. It's the Heli Spring Fling in Fredericksburg, Virginia. This is a big event. Um, I, really? I know normally that this event usually is like a four-day thing. Uh, if you go to facebook.com slash Heli Spring Fling, you can see their post there. They're doing 10 days this year. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Ten days. Like, four days is like, okay, you know, fly fast. Like, most of the, the bigger events are like that long weekend, four days, five days maybe. But ten days of hell. I want to know if the people that show up bring enough spare parts for ten days, dude. Well, I mean, I think you just bring like five helicopters with five spare parts, right? So, you actually have time to wrench. <laughs> you know, because most of the times with the fun flies, it's like you don't really have time to wrench. You could maybe do a little bit, but you're not sitting there like rebuilding a whole heli if you crash it. So, but ten days you can. <laughs> you can bring ten helicopters and just fly one a day. Damn, you, 
He's had to crash a lot, huh? <laughs> See, I got it figured out. And then on the last day, if you have any left, you just uh, do a nice little combat. Heavy <laughs> combat. Heavy yeah. combat, yeah. Or just do some night flying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, this event is, it brings a lot of top pilots. You got Todd Bennett and Jamie Robinson. Uh, they're going to be doing their, their clinic. So, like, you know, basically heli school, RC heli school. So that's going to be awesome. Oh, cool. Matt Bodos, Tim Jones, Ben Storick. Um, Storick, I guess. Storick? Yeah. Uh, I think Ben's in the line team pilot um and the list is growing so you know they got generator uh powered light towers for night flying so that's pretty cool you could see some helis go in and out of the spotlights and yeah what does it say here keeps you flying until you decide to sit down at the fireplace with an adult beverage oh Kevin's nice. cold medicine yeah I, I thought you were just gonna say sit down at the fireplace with an adult but uh yeah adult <laughs> beverage sounds even better well, we're all really kids at heart. Yeah, exactly. But we can drink alcohol. <laughs> but, dude, that sounds like it's going to be insane, man. Yeah, 10 days. 10 days? Wow. Yeah, so let me say the dates. It is April 28th to May 7th. Wow. Nice. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess the, the weather's nice in Virginia in April, I guess. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be quite the event. Yeah. The air will be nice and lean for your... Uh, crispness of your nitro motors yeah wow. fredericksburg is actually north northern virginia too like okay. i knew it was i knew i had heard of it it probably driven through it on my routes to florida but uh yeah so that's pretty awesome man so that's only like what like five six hours from us is it yeah oh that's not that bad for some reason i thought it was like 10 hours no dude I used to make North Carolina border by uh, in eight hours when I would drive to Florida. Like, I would hit North Carolina. So that's all the way through. Yeah, that's through. Okay. I'm trying to remember. I went to, um, what is that mountain down there? Um, Blue Ridge Mountains? Blue Ridge. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the not, I didn't go to the the, what are, the snake thing. What is it called? Yeah, oh, yeah I know what you're talking about. The Dragon's Tail. The Dragon's Tail, yes. I didn't go there, but we went to, like, that same Shenandoah... Uh, State Park. That's where I went, and it's in Virginia. And I, 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 we were looking a trailer, and you know we weren't going that quick. So, but, but that's like further out quick. west, I think. The Blue Ridge uh, Mountains. That, yeah. yeah, I think that's like on the border, closer to like West Virginia and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you can take those all the way down into Tennessee. Yeah, I don't think I'll be able to make it, unfortunately. And go to Dollywood. Is that? I don't know. Dollywood. Yeah, I did that on a motorcycle trip once. Oh yeah. Yeah, we pulled in, took pictures at Dollywood, and left. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was it. That was it, huh? Yeah. All right. Uh, what else do we got for news? Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy has left SAB. Has left SAB, SAB, SAB. So, <laughs> yes, he left to fly drones. No. Yes. I can't believe it. He followed in Anthony's footsteps. Oh my God! What is the world coming? No, to? dude. He um, are we even allowed to say that? I don't know what he's what he's doing now. Didn't he? He no. He he. I wanted to say tweeted that, but he posted that on Facebook. Did he? No, he stepped down from SAB. Yes, I know that. And he moved to Florida. And he moved to Florida, and he's uh helping Got the military job, out with right. He's helping the military out with some drones. 
Is he? And stuff like that, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Man, I'm almost positive. That wow. was his post. If not, I made it all up. And I'll have to edit it all out. Edit. <laughs> that's uh that's a big surprise because he's like top pilot in the world. Yeah, I think we yeah. can confidentially, you know, you know, say that, like confident enough to say he's probably number one, right? He wins the urchin number one competitions, you know. I think last whatever three four years or whatever it is. Um, yes, wow. if you if you search him on Facebook, uh, you'll notice that his occupation now says engineering technician at Drone Aviation Corporation. Wow. Yeah. So, good luck, Kyle. Man. Yeah. Good luck. That was kind of a shock to hear, but uh, dude, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, that is good for him because I think he can like. Steve, you, you really know. sound bummed, huh? You really sound bummed, dude. He's gonna, he's gonna start Who, selling me? off his helis. No, 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 never. No, I mean, I think it's good for him because he gets to do his like, he gets to make a living still in the hobby, but he doesn't have any of the pressure of like, you know, flying for such a a, a well-known big, you know, airframe manufacturer like. He could now go to the field and just fly whatever he wants. I'm sure he could fly. At this point, he could fly any heli, right? Because I know he was pretty much locked into SAB. So now he yeah. can fly anything. I don't know. I just feel like that's cool. Awesome. So, Kyle, if you ever want to fly an Oxy, you can come to Jersey and fly my Oxy. <laughs> there you go. I know Chris sold them all. And um, I don't know. Steve, Steve's got them. He'll let you fly them, too. But I'm always like, hey, you can fly my sport <laughs> to everybody. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. What else do we got here? Um, I just wanted to, I wrote this down, I think a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I mentioned on the show, man, I don't even know. It was a while ago that I was having problems with my V bar control. Um, uh, and I had sent Mikado technicians a email and corresponding mm-hmm. back and forth. And it was my dial, my rotary dial that was jumpy and jittery. And yeah. I had taken that apart and I never updated anybody that was wondering, you know, whatever happened with that. So I wanted to just say that. I discussed it with them about taking it apart and blowing it out with some air, which kind of thought I should do because of the way it was kind of of a staticky kind of jitter. And uh, I've done that. And ever since I did that, man, it's been really actually almost non-existent. Uh, so every now and then it jumps up, up like maybe one, you know, tick up or down. Okay. Uh, but I, I really don't even notice it anymore. Nice. Yeah, so I wanted to just update the listeners, man, if anybody was having that similar problem or was wondering, you know, whatever happened with that. Um, it's been working out great, man. I pulled the, the cases apart. It wasn't the easiest thing to do. It wasn't extremely difficult, but you just got to be careful because obviously, you know, you got gimbals and springs and stuff inside there, circuitry. Yeah. And then I trying to get that dial apart was the hardest thing. Like there was a bunch of circuit boards I took out to get to the dial and then trying to just pull that. I only pulled that back a little bit to where I could get air in there and, and just blow it around. Okay. And it seemed to work good, man. Nice. I'm, I'm happy with it. I didn't have to yeah. send it in or anything. And yeah, so. I think last time we were flying, you were, you were like, Oh, let me, you know, tune something. And it wasn't like, Oh no, it was with the oxy when we were redoing the setup. Yeah. It wasn't like, click, click, just like bouncing all over the place. Yeah, because it was pretty bad. It, it was really bad. I was just like, I remember when you first got it, and you're like, you know, trying to do something on it, and it was bouncing, or I, I think maybe I was trying to do something that was bouncing like that, and I was like, oh, man, 
how much yeah. you pay for this thing? <laughs> like, <ooh. laughs> yeah. So, but cool. Yeah, I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, me too. All right, and what else do we got here? Yeah, I just wanted to give a, a shout out to uh, decalgirl.com. I'm pretty sure I got that site correct. I ordered um, a Phantom 3 custom skin mm-hmm. from that site and uh, did it in the Freefall RC, like sticker, logo, and uh, it came out really good. Put it on there. I really like it. It's it's quality vinyl. Uh, yeah. So, it looked so great. Yes. So it came out good, man. It was easy to put on. Uh, it's, it's nice and some pieces. And I think Chris just ordered from that site. Yeah. Uh, decals for his Mavic. Yep. Uh, yeah. Pro, he posted so. pictures of that already on Instagram and and uh, on our page, too, on Facebook. Yeah, it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you see how the decal actually made the front of it look roundish in, in the one picture? I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like, Yeah. I don't know if it is round, but it just made it look, I guess, the way the... I the think rings it were is, in the decal. I think it is rounded a little, but um you know, it actually like defines it more because there's now lines on the decal. It was, it was like it was like gray and black with like red and black um navigation stars or what it's called. You know, like the ones yeah, that yeah. people get tattoos of a lot. Um yeah. yeah, it looked great. You know, and he came with like three uh stickers for his batteries. So he could like put the same because you know, like Maverick, the battery thing is like a big part of the the airframe. Yeah, you know, it kind of molds like in. The, yeah, it's not like the Phantom where it just slots in. It's yep. like part of it, so... Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. Nice. Did you guys see my video on the 4S and 6S of the the Vigian motor, the uh, 70 mil EDF? I did. I did not. Yeah, it's on... Um, where did I post it? I posted it on, face, on our Facebook page. Uh, 6S sounds mean. <laughs> yeah. It's just like screaming. What did you think about the thrust? Because I remember saying, I think it was last podcast, that I just held it in my hand mm-hmm. and you wanted to do more of a production value. Um, yeah. I was like, I was kind of like impressed with how much thrust it had, but thought it might be more. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts were on it. Okay. 4S, if I leave that, you know, it's on a, I don't know, maybe about two foot or three foot piece of two by four. Right. Um, strapped in with... Um, Zip ties. That's it. Just zip ties strapped in. ESCs strapped in with the receiver kind of tucked in with it. And basically, you know, 4S would be like, you know, woo, make the noise. You feel the wind in the back. Feel a good amount of thrust in the back. It would move the, the piece of wood a little. When I put the 6S hookup, when I just plugged in the 6S pack to that 4S motor, I mean, the EDF was sliding out of the zip ties. Oh, so really? It was moving the whole plank of wood like it was like an airboat. <laughs> like, oh wow I don't it, it did feel like a lot more thrust like in the back end you know because it's it is just open right there's no thrust tube or nothing it's just an open oh that's so, true yeah um you know so like it felt like wind being moved but I mean hearing it seeing like it try to rip out of the zip ties where the forest it didn't budge for us it was like you I would go you know I would throttle up throttle down like Jerk it like, or whatever, it don't matter. It would yeah. just stay in place. Success, it wanted to rip right out of that zip ties and come off the fly, or come off the wood. Like if I was holding the wood down, it was, it was definitely um, more powerful. So we'll see. I think I'm just going to go for it. I mean, I can't find my watt meter, so I don't know how many watts I'm pulling. Do you have a 12 bladed fan in that? I believe it's a 12, yes. 
Okay. Because I think I wanted to go with the 12 blade, but it wouldn't fit. Mm-hmm. So I, I used the 6 blade that I had. Okay. So that should be cool, too, to see the differences in, in those or hear the differences. Yeah, I think that uh, is it a six or five blade? I think it's five blade. I don't um, know if they make a six. I thought it was six. You could okay. be right though. It could be five. Because I know my um, my older five blade sounded like it was louder than like your Vigan with the five blade before you got this new setup was louder than my twelve blade setup. It's definitely a different sound too. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely louder. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, so what's the KVE on that motor? You said it was twenty two. Do you remember? Yeah, I thought it was either twenty two or twenty nine. Uh, I don't think I don't it's twenty nine. I think my it was that Doctor Mad Thrust one. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a twenty two, but I could be wrong too. We'll see how that goes. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll coordinate the next time uh, we meet up. Um, bring your watt meter, and I'll bring that out. Okay. I should see what kind of amps I'm pulling. Technically, I should be pulling less amps, right? Because I'm going higher voltage. Mm-hmm. Right, Nick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah. Might have to ask Nick. <laughs> yeah, so, you'll definitely have less amperage draw. But but what what does that do to the motor, though? Because I'm spinning the motor way faster than it's, I guess, originally designed or specified, you know, the spe- uh, specs are for so I'm not quite sure how what their specs actually like lead to but um, mainly the only thing I could see for like a voltage rating is just how hot it's gonna get how quickly before it like mm-hmm. burns the wires yeah so it's basically the capacity of how many watts it can take right something like that yeah so I mean, I guess one of the things I need to do is when I put this, when I design, redesign my version of the Vigan, I'm going to have to figure a way to definitely make it so I can take the EDF out and get to the ESC because for folks that don't know how the, the Vigan's wired up, the EDF is basically like, I don't know, you basically glued in. So you kind of, you know, get the top part of the fuselage built and then you glue the bottom part of the wing and that, that basically seals it. And the e- ESC kind of goes in the intake portion with the wires kind of going up on that top part. I don't know how to describe that, Kevin. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind of in the actual intake area, yeah, mm-hmm. to try and get some air to it somehow. Yeah. But, it, so, yeah, you're right. The The battery, it's kind of like on the opposite side of the battery box between the EDF and the battery box. Yeah, where, like, the intake tube goes into, like, on the, the front The two box. intakes, yeah, yeah, on each side, yep. It's kind of sitting in that V there, and then the wires go up where the rudder is. There's a yeah, little like that's housing a little box, right? So yeah, and, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, how would I, how would you design it to be able to put pull that ESC out and the EDF? Oh, that's Smart, I don't right? know. Maybe just put it in the battery box. I don't know, but then you're not going to get any airflow to it, right? I want to make sure I get airflow. I would cut a hatch in the bottom. So that's, put the that's EDF on do. the bottom. I mean, like put the. Uh, I mean, the the hatch is there's definitely gonna be a hatch on the bottom for the EDF, but to make it like a hatch plus a length where the ESC mounts to, like I don't know. You could do two hatches, you know, one for the EDF and one for the ESC. Mm. That would sure be too strong hard to enough, do. so it doesn't get yeah. sucked into the EDF. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, right, it's gonna be interesting. We'll see. I'll figure something out. 
It shouldn't. I mean, if you were to cut that foam on an angle to where there's no way it could could go in there and, you know, didn't really damage it, I I don't see why it wouldn't work. Yeah. I'll figure something out before I... uh, Because I'm going to build out a foam and I'm going to glass the the foam, so that should be interesting. Oh, that's right. You're going to glass it too. Mm. Yeah. So the glassing part, I'm going to have to, like, build the access panels and everything and then glass that separately and then glass the rest of it and hopefully make them together. No oh boy. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's definitely, it's probably going to be not done till the end of the year. Oh, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I don't know. Well, that's cool. Yeah. You can fly mine. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a 200, uh, 2200 KV. I just okay. looked that up and, uh, you know, capable for success. It's a uh, 70 millimeter. 1600 watts and the edf is a six blade ducted fan oh it is a six blade okay yeah it's the other motor that i got that's a 28 kv right 2800 kv but that's only for 4s yeah that can't do 6s i think mine is either 26 or 28 and i'm running that's the success i'm just like "Eh, whatever (laughs) yeah and i got i got that because i wanted to do something with either an a10 or a cargo plane with two edf motors Oh right, nice. So uh, I'm, I just have to order another high performance seventy mil unit, the twelve blade units, because I only got one. But I I screwed up; it didn't work because the one the the version that Doctor Mad Thrust that I ordered was twenty nine millimeter. I should have ordered twenty eight millimeter, so it didn't fit. Damn, one millimeter, huh? Yeah, off by one millimeter. Just your luck. Dude, that's how it goes. <laughs> That's yeah. how it goes in Kevinville. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool, man. Yeah, I can't wait to get that project going on. I'm going to probably actually start cutting it out this week. I wanted to set up my GoPro, maybe do some time lapse of me cutting it out. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Do it. The videos that we see Aaron do, it's awesome. What color are you going to go with? Because I thought of this just as I was typing in the show notes, man. I'm, I think I'm going to make mine red and put the the DC Flash logo on it from the Flash. <laughs> from the Flash? Um, yeah. I don't know. I might just do like a camo kind of, because it's going to, if I glass it, it's just, you know, I'm going to be able to paint it. Oh, right, so right. So I'm, I'm thinking like. You're going to do camo? Yeah, something crazy camo. Like, but like, I'm talking about like obnoxiously bright camo. Like, oh, I thought not, you were Not like, like camouflage, like, oh, I can't see it in the air, like gray, white, and black, you yeah. know? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I might do like orange, white, and gray or something. I don't know. Just something that is going to show. I definitely like want urban to camo. Yeah, or I don't know. Maybe a desert camo, but on steroids. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be funny, dude. If it was camo and you lost it, and people are in their backyard and <laughs> they'd be hearing, <laughs> "What was that?" I don't know. I heard it, but I can't see it. And being, you know, fiberglass, that'd probably make a loud noise if it hit something. Yeah. Yeah. Left this big hole in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like, the nose in the ground is just, like, sticking straight up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oops. Nice. Yeah, no, my luck could be on fire, too, so. And you could get yep. lucky and make it, like, a dart into a tree, and it's just sitting, pointed out. <laughs> right. Birds landing on it, using it as a, a little. You uh, made a birdhouse. That's great. Birdhouse. It's got the hole yeah. in it and everything. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Right. Uh, 
so we can move on to the next segment. I mean, I know we got a lot of uh, things to talk about in the wrap up, like uh, a few people that have emailed us and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, we can move things along. Cool. Might be a short show. I don't know how long people want to listen to me being sick. <laughs> yeah. I just want to first just say um, this week, I'm not going to bother calling Arnold up. Um, I want to give him some time. He seemed pretty pissed off last week, hanging up on us. I, I blame James, and that's my story, and I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, so let's just move to what's next for you in the hobby. I heard that he was a Patriots fan, and so he's going to be like out of touch for a week at least. Nice. After that Why? Super because Bowl. he won? Well, he didn't win. The Patriots won. Yeah. Oh, wait. He's not a Patriots fan, or he is? He is a Patriots fan, so he's, you know, out there partying it up. Oh, okay. He's part of the whole Brady Bunch, dude. He's out there, you know, partying it up. With Trump? With Tom, Tom Brady. And Brady? Mm-hmm. What the hell's Trump got to do with it? <laughs> I don't know. My girl was saying something funny about it. Mm-hmm. It was like, these, like... <laughs> Like these, you know, hipster liberal, liberal like news outlets are like, when when yeah, when the Falcons were winning, they like put a headline and like a picture of like Trump's like Super Bowl party, like oh what a you know some like obnoxious statement about like his party sucks, and then then like when you know the Patriots win at the end, it's like they totally changed the headline, same picture but they just changed the headline to like conform to that oh well. The you know Patriots won and and he was rooting for the Patriots so yay. Jeez, it's just some I don't know. I'm so tired of all this news about Trump and politics and whatnot. I well, mean, yeah, you got to be tired of the dragon politics into everything. Everything, it's like, come everything. On. I've been saying that for years about films and stuff, man. I just want to go see a movie where there's not like a a hidden message about how I got to save the freaking planet when I leave the theater. It's like, come yeah. on, man. I just want to for two hours. Can I just go and be entertained? That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to oh, think man. about it. They they couldn't even like take the halftime shows, the commercials, or anything. It, it everything got turned, and it's like those commercials have probably been made now for months and it's like something that just happened yesterday it's like oh how could they do and make a commercial about that and yeah it's yeah, like yeah. How, how in your head do you see that getting made like in such a short time can can we talk about the commercials i thought they sucked this year they, well yeah they've been going downhill quite and you know like, why really they bad, suck why? you know why they suck dude is because we're in such a society and a state of mind right now that you can't make a joke about anything people are so offended you can't even you can't even point the camera into the crowd and talk about a, a quarterback's wife or girlfriend and talk about how beautiful she is without like a poor guy getting slammed about it well i mean it a, especially when his wife is standing next to his girlfriend. well no no there was no. a college <laughs> game where the quarterback's girlfriend was in the stand and the guy was like uh-huh. wow that is one beautiful woman and, and he uh, got slammed about that yeah they were slamming about it and they had her on and she was like i don't see any problem with it what woman wouldn't like to be complimented on TV? Holy crap. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think the, you know, they pay like how many millions of dollars they pay for these freaking spots now, man. And yeah. I think they're just afraid of offending anybody. So, you know, oh. you can't pick on this guy. You can't pick on that guy. I mean, we yeah. used to have the, the Doritos girl for all she was doing was eating Doritos, but she was a hot chick. You can't even have that anymore. But they still have Carl's Jr. commercials on every once in a while. And those commercials are highly, I'll air quote, suggestive, you know? But I didn't see that this year, did you? 
No, no, I'd I'm saying that. like during normal TV, <laughs> like not even Super Bowl, like normal yeah, TV. Well, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and they'll still get a bunch of flack for it. Yeah. God, we're like not from breeding Americans to be Kevin. wussies, man. This is this is terrible. The special on, snowflakes get... need their safe space with trigger yeah. warnings and yeah, you can't you can't you say know, anything uh, without being offended. People, there's nothing wrong with being offended. Yes. Relax, nothing happens. It, it makes your skin tougher. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> it makes no, you stronger. No, no. no, man, that that saying that sticks and stones, man, that that's out the window. It's gone. No, that's one hundred percent true. Yeah, it's it's true, but for some reason, it's just like people grew up listening to it and they went, no, no, it's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. it's like for some yeah. reason you could throw sticks and stones at them, and they're fine that's okay. with it. I could write, that's okay, but you say one I thing. You say one thing that offends yeah. them, and oh, crap. Yeah. Uh. Well, dude, you brought up the halftime show, dude, yeah. and I thought, I'm not a huge, I'm not a fan of Lady Gaga at all. My wife likes her music, and uh, I fast forward. I think, I think she went to see a concert. Dude, you should actually watch it, because I'm I'm impressed by anybody that can sing, first of all, because I can't sing, and I, I just think a good singer is to be admired no matter what they sing, but the to, to to be dancing and do the show she did and man you know uh, she sang the national anthem i think last year mm-hmm. uh, i'll i'll be real quick man and she was in a red white and blue uh whatever outfit that she was wearing she gave a salute she sang it awesome i mean i think that 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 she's just a patriot at heart man i mean she came out she she recited the uh, Pledge of Allegiance at the beginning, I mean, mm-hmm. and just did a kick-ass, like, halftime show. Yeah. Didn't say anything political. They were trying to make politics all about that and everything. And, you know, she's she's a person that clawed her way up, you know, like, lived the American dream. Grew up with a mother and father and, you know, worked her yeah. way up, dude. She put, I heard she put two months into that halftime show really? with her, all her dancers and everything. Well, was, yeah, I mean, man. From what I heard, it was pretty crazy. But I do want to it, talk about the halftime show, and it's not about Lady Gaga, but the Intel drones. I mean, that's our. Oh related. right, right. Yeah, and yeah. Huh? Did you guys see what they're doing with that stuff? It was like, I mean, I know it's throughout the whole halftime show. I was kind of just caught the tail end because I, you know, I was fast forwarding it. But um, <laughs> those things were awesome. <laughs> I hate to burst your bubble though, but uh-huh. I'm gonna. Due to FAA regulations, they could not fly drones anywhere near that freaking stadium during the Super Bowl. So all of that footage was recorded, I think, the Friday before. Really? Uh, two days earlier. Yeah, the whole, I think it's the whole, the whole thing with her on the roof singing, like at the beginning she was on the on the roof of the stadium singing. I think all that was done Friday before. Um sure? because our other Because of our wonderful FAA and government regulations. Yeah. Those are the, um, those are the drones, by the way, that I think Chris was talking about when he was down in Florida that Disney was, yeah. uh, yeah, the Intel drones. Doing yeah. a show with, yeah. Yeah, freaking That's huge amazing, expensive though, huh? computer just to fly them. Yeah, I heard that they have like three to four hundred of them. Yeah. And and they have like 50 some odd on standby. If one goes down, mm-hmm. they can just send the other one up in its place. Yeah. It takes you know, right no over problem right away. Yeah. What else is there? There's one other thing I want to. Oh. <laughs> one, one, well, before I, you get off the drone thing, dude. Yeah. The only bad part is like. You know they gotta be there. There gotta be GPS, right, to do all that. Uh-huh. Some form well, of it's GPS. More than GPS. Well, it's, yeah, yeah. There'll be GPS, and they'll have like a computer with multiple cameras from different angles to be able to yeah, track and them and sonar. And it's it's all it, everything. Yeah, there's gonna be a computer somewhere on the ground that's controlling them or giving them some sort of input. 
so who, where's the guy that calibrated 400 freaking drones the, the night before or whatever? <laughs> but do Dude, a little that's DJ the guy dance. you want to talk to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've tried to calibrate this one for five minutes. It's not working. I'm going to be here for hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. Um, no, what I wanted to say, talking about computers, supercomputers, or these drones and stuff, but... uh. Uh, one commercial that I saw and I was just like, "This is ridiculous." Was H and R Block? They have Watson, IBM's Watson, that supercomputer, whatever, yeah. doing freaking tax returns. I'm like, "What a piece of shit! <laughs> what a piece of crap!" <laughs> it's like the, the 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 smartest, like you know, fastest computer in the world, you know, that can compete against Jeopardy, you know, stars. And I was doing freaking 1040 easies. <laughs> like what the hell is wow. this shit? Is it ten forty easies that he's doing? He's doing uh, like ten ninety nines or whatnot, it's, or it's H and R Block. Yeah, whatever. Ten ninety nines, ten forty, whatever. You know, ten ninety eights. It doesn't matter. It's H and R Block. <laughs> I gotta say though, sticking up for the computer that those freaking taxes can be a nightmare. Yeah, so but TurboTax has no exactly problem. Sure. But it's all web-based. Yeah, tur- I've been using TurboTax for like 10 <laughs> That's years That's what I'm now. saying. Like, we don't, it, TurboTax don't need no <laughs> Watson crazy, you know, quantum freaking computers. Like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I don't need a $5 million <laughs> computer to save 25 bucks <laughs> right. over TurboTax. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, boy. But <laughs> I, I just, I thought that was funny. I just like, really? I didn't see that, man. I was... Yeah. What happened was I went to bed that night of the Super Bowl, man. Like, uh, I wasn't really feeling great, but I stayed mm-hmm. up till about 10 minutes left. And I okay. was like, Brady, ha- Brady has to do now twice what he's only done once and score two point conversions after each score. Yeah. So I went to bed. And then when I woke up in the morning and I saw that, that, uh, you know, they won that the game, I was like, <laughs> thank God I T voted. So I went home the next night and watched okay. it on TVO and I still got it, man. And I probably, I'll probably watch it again, like the whole game. But yeah, I was. That was amazing, dude. You know that what? Was. What a hell. I know we're not a sports freaking podcast nah, or anything, cool, but dude, <laughs> what a hell of a freaking mindset that guy is in. Cause yeah. if you watch that game, when they, when they got the interception from Atlanta, mm-hmm. the very first snap he took, um, he got sacked five yeah. yards. Now it's second and 15. Yeah. That the next play, they scored four. They, they ran four yards. They got four. So now it's three and 11. Yeah. That guy was never rattled yeah. once. During that whole game, I mean, and five rings. Right? That's I mean, just um. He is the best quarterback of all time, man. Yeah, he's just amazing, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't like New England. <laughs> I don't like the Patriots. Sorry. I don't but, know. Yeah. I I don't like him when they're playing the Giants. Yeah, yeah but, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I was I was actually kind of wanting to see history being made, like him him uh, you know, get his fifth ring and stuff like that, and they, I mean. To, to, they take football so serious up there, and Belichick's yeah. from oh, yeah. from the whole Giants organization too. Right, so like, right. yeah. So I kind of like I, I respect Belichick too. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows what went on with the, the whole deflating of the footballs? I think that was the ref should have the ref should have caught that. I mean, that, I think that was completely ridiculous. But hey, he's tried everything else he could to get an, an, an edge on his opponents and got caught doing some of them. And yep, yep. But I mean. The, it's an amazing, it's an amazing achievement, man. It was, it was something well, to say, that man. That game was like, like record breaking. Not, not like as far as scores or anything, but like, you know, they were saying no teams ever come back from more than a ten point deficit. Yeah, Patriots. That you know, was Patriots ten or fourteen. Did. Yeah, it was ten or fourteen. But regardless, I mean, they were down, down twenty five. Oh well, yeah, I think no, I thought it was twenty one and 
And then they got the field goal. So it's 21 and 3. Anyways. Well, but then it was 3 and 28, I think, oh, at right. one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the other thing? Um, but I mean, we've never seen some went great... overtime. No right, Super Bowl has ever gone overtime. Yeah. You know? Um, we've seen some great Super Bowls within the last, like, 10 years, man. Mm hmm. When you have a team like that that went undefeated and then they play the Giants, which, uh, you know, were the last seed that came up through the ranks. And yeah. Like the worst team. You know, to be in the playoffs that year, uh-huh. and they wound up beating. I mean, it was, that was just amazing, man. You were great. either going to see, you know, the the worst team, you know, so to speak, beat the best team, or you were going to see a team go undefeated. That was that was just yeah. a, that was a crazy Super Bowl, man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just a fan of football. I'm not a huge like I don't know stats and players and all that stuff, but yeah, uh, yeah, man. I'm just like a huge fan of football. I like I like watching the big games of any sport. It's not even just football, you know, like any of the major games like the the finals of of the league i like that stuff because it's you know all these teams work so hard to get there and then they're like really giving it you know so i got into nba finals one year uh, i'm not a huge mm-hmm. basketball fan but i did watch it one year and i, I was impressed man i yeah. i enjoyed myself but just yeah. i don't know maybe it's just the time of year you know and i'm out doing other things i don't know True, right it just never happened again so let's go back to the hobby <laughs> that's all from wabc oh, sports yeah. yawn <laughs> All right, so uh, what's next for you in the hobby? Nick, why don't you take us? Um, Well, between my shortage of time and like having to hand cut another big plane, I'm really starting to think and look into getting like a mill or laser cutter or something mm-hmm. just so that like instead of spending so much time having to sit and cut all this, all these parts out, I can just throw it up, get probably... You know, probably everything I need cut in, you know, an hour or two hours, whatever. Yeah, I don't have to sit and watch it completely, just like I do, like, the 3D printer or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, that would help me out so much. I can actually start, you know, focusing on the actual build and putting uh, more time into just putting little tweaks into things or maybe adding something that wasn't necessarily going to get added. Mm-hmm. Dude, you should... uh Throw Kevin Matustic like fifty bucks and tell him cut it all out on his CNC for you, man. How far is he from you? I wonder how far he is. I don't know. I would rather throw him money and be like, "Hey, make me a CNC <laughs> or some." I mean, something. that's yeah. You want to throw him five, six hundred bucks? He could probably do that for you. I probably could make a couple payments. I'm just thinking with the time frame, Nick. Like, then you'd have to set that up and learn all that just get them to cut cut it out for this season you know flying and and then you could build it and yeah maybe work on a cnc maybe next year or just like have it have it cut so at least that you know you know that's done already and still have them build just cnc or or find out how to build it from him and start building one you know right yeah that's definitely something i gotta get into because yeah just don't have the time anymore yeah Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I saw on, on the fa- uh, the flight test fan page, or the f- I don't know what it is. What's the what's the flight test group that's on Facebook? Flight test fans. Yeah, flight test fans. <laughs> um, <laughs> someone was cutting out planes with a scroll saw, like a Dremel scroll yeah. saw. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. I want to try that, because it seems like okay. I mean, besides like your bevel lines, you know, your your fifty percent cuts, like. He was just zipping way through it, you know, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it cuts. It cuts cool. pretty good. Yeah, I've uh, I've done some foam on a uh, 
I've got a belt saw. To, can't think. A bandsaw? Bandsaw, yes. Wow. Brain. No work. Um, must have been all the sports talk put me to sleep. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, I got a bandsaw, and I've definitely cut foam on that for the 200% Spitfire, and it cuts just like anything. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little the, bandsaw he was cutting on, like a, a Dremel little, bandsaw. Yeah, a scroll saw, like a very no, his thin was a blade. Scroll saw, yeah. Oh, was it a scroll saw? Yeah, oh, yeah, and then he had a he had a vacuum hooked up on the bottom, so it would just get all that dust from the uh, foam, and it was just so clean. It was just like zoop 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 going through it like nothing. I was like, oh man, and I looked it up. And they're like under a hundred bucks for one. I'm like, you know, obviously it's small, so you can't. I'm not. I wouldn't expect you to cut like a two hundred percent anything, but you know, like yeah, where you got to do full sheets of foam. Yeah, but yeah. like you know, you're cutting out a vegan, right? Cutting that that main wing out. It would be so awesome. Just, I'm just, I'm just curious on how did they get the paper to stick? Did they use some kind of spray adhesive to? to yeah, keep the probably. Paper? Either spray adhesive or like double sided tape. No, it's probably that spray stuff, that 3M stuff. They probably pull Super off the paper. Super seventy seven. Yeah, seventy seven. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Because that's the thing, Something though. Like, I wouldn't want to have like a template permanently on there though that's the thing i guess i could just draw it on the foam right yeah like how you I do don't know, your dude, templates there's something about me just sitting there with a straight edge and exacto that just psh, my mind can take can go into neutral you know and i just do it that yeah. i enjoy man i haven't done it in a while maybe that's why i'm so screwed up i need to go back to that therapy i think i'm done with uh cutting planes out like that i don't want to it takes too long. Yeah, that's where I'm at. It just takes so long. Yeah, I just can't allocate the time anymore. If I could get just like a nice DIY laser cutter or mill, something going on, it just mm-hmm. cuts them out for me real quick. I'll do that. The only thing about doing laser cutters or mills is like, I mean, it depends, I guess, the type of machine it is and how already set up it is. Because if you have to sit there and like really have to tinker with it, it well, might, that's what I was gonna it say, might take yeah. longer, you know? Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing, man. Like, I've I've got the 3D printer, and the one that I have is great, man. It sets up and it prints every time. But then there's you know the whole CAD design, and then you know your your trial and error with some of the tolerances and right. Mm-hmm. So for me, dude, that's just like rather than set up a whole machine that can do what I could do maybe in a couple of days, instead of taking a couple of days to set up a machine and then having a couple more days to calibrate it and. You know, and then maybe it's going to cut, maybe it's not. You know, that that's where I was going. Yeah. Well, we know laser cutters definitely do cut the foam just fine. That's what Flight Test does. So, and we yeah. watched the, the mill at Flight Fest. They had the two mills cutting away, so. Yeah. I mean, what, yeah, but, but I they, know there was. They perfected that methodology yeah. with the foam, cutting foam. Yeah. But, I mean, so. you've got so much resource there that, you know, it's like they know what they're doing. They can easily help set you up. And then once you have the plans, it's, oh, you need a vegan? You just basically pull the plans out and print them. Or not print them, but have it cut. cut. Them, yeah. And you can yeah. cut, a you know, a hundred of them out if you wanted in no time. Yeah, once you get a setup. I feel like the setup is going to be, because, like, e- even, like, between Kevin's and Todd's, they're different, you know, and... Different, different tips, different like everything, you know. So, um, different way of of it, like going back and forth on the rails and stuff, whether it's a screw type or a belt or whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, you'd have to play around with it, but yeah, I mean, it can definitely be done. And once it's set up, 
you're right. It's set up. Like, okay, cut me three of them. Set it and forget it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right, Kevin, what about you? What you got next? I'm going to fly some stuff. That's what I'm yes. doing this weekend. 690. I got one, two, three, four, five, six helicopters I can fly. Damn. Yep. Wait, you have six? I have six, dude. I have two oxies. I have Ooh. the goblin, two goblins. I have my little sport and the 690. Wait, wait, wait. wait. When, when did you get more helicopters than I do? Oh, jeez. That's not a challenge, dude. I'm not initiating no, no, no. a challenge No, no, no. I'm just saying, though. No. What did you get? <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, I might have yeah, the same amount, pretty... but I don't fly them all. Let me just see here. Wait, you have six? Yeah, two oxies, two goblins, the um, yeah, I only have the scale four. heli, and the the six ninety. One oxy, three eighty, the nightbird, but I don't really fly that. Um, no logo, black thunder synergy. I yeah, I only fly five helis. Hmm. Oh boy. That's like okay. I said, it's not a challenge to not run out and buy another <laughs> helicopter. I already did. Sorry, <laughs> I gotta catch up to. I gotta catch up to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I do still have two four channels that I can bring out to the field at any given time too. Oh, I, I don't so, count that. Can you flip it upside down? <laughs> yeah, once. What? <laughs> once. If you're really good, you might get a good flip out of it and somehow yeah, recover. That's the wind now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. the wind's blowing in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I still got one, and it's uh, still needs repair. <laughs> Dude, let's get that thing fixed, man. Yeah, now that I I should have some cash flow for it, so yeah, I'll definitely be. I had a list of parts that I needed, and I don't know what happened to that list, so I'll get another one together. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, let us know if I have any parts. I'll throw throw them your way. All right, sweet. That's cool. Yeah, cool. I know I got a tail boom <clears throat> or two. Yeah, I got some tail booms. And landing gear, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, other than that, man, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm gonna cut out the uh, the vig and maybe start working on that. Do a little recording. I don't know. It's it's so hard to fit it in now because you know we record one night. Sometimes I'm editing two nights. All right. When I'm not sick, I'm drinking one of those next nights of the weekend or whatever, flying and then it's back to work. And so it's kind of hard to fit in like some of the stuff I want to do. I still got footage, older footage of that previously mentioned four channel helicopter chasing geese away from a certain area oh, yeah from like yeah from like three or four years ago man and uh i came across that just like randomly and i was like oh i gotta put that up on the youtube page but i haven't even put a chance to put like a logo on it and throw it up there man it's just been yeah it's been nuts yeah, yeah. so hopefully i'll get some time to do some of this video stuff but i don't really want to commit too much you know i don't want to get overwhelmed you know be like oh like every money or i don't want that to take over the podcast you know what i mean yeah like i don't want to get more involved with that and be like this is more of a chore you know mm-hmm. in my head so no no definitely. If, if it happens it happens you know what i mean yeah yeah no rush really so what are you going to be doing man besides fixing helicopters yeah i'm gonna be wrenching wrenching on the protos those parts are on order right now i'm gonna put the protos all in a box it'll probably fit in like a little medium-sized ups box and then I'm going to start building that 630, get that Goblin 630 built. While I'm building that, hopefully, it was Tuesday, so I'll probably hopefully have that done by Thursday. Two days, I think, I should be able to get that done. And then at that point, um, I'll either be working on a Protos to get that built, because the part should be in by then. If not, 
this Friday, I'm definitely getting that. Uh, I should be definitely getting that uh, nitro in. So, so the nitro. I mean, just just give everyone a heads up. My thing is, <laughs> Kevin, when I, when I buy a helicopter, I'm going to take that whole thing apart and put it back together. So I don't expect it to be um, flight ready until maybe next weekend or even the weekend before. And I'm not talking about this, the day after this podcast release, but uh, you know, either the weekend after that if I have time, or even a weekend after that. And and uh, the guy installed new rings and bearings in the motor, so it's a it's an OZ. Um, OZ uh, sorry, OZ OS ninety one HZ motor, I think, in there. It's a Trex four fifty seven hundred nitro <laughs> Trex. Yeah, it's a Trex seven hundred. Nice N. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna take it all apart and do all that and maintenance and make sure everything is good. Um, I know the guy said that you know he he's he's done all the stuff and everything looks good, but I, I want to know the ins and out of the helicopter too, you know. So I feel like. Now it's a good time to take it all apart, put it back together, break in the motor, and and fly it. So that's gonna hopefully get done soon. Yeah, dude, because you do not want anything to happen to that because you didn't take it apart and have to have to listen to me for two hours on a podcast busting your chops mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> Especially after you you told me to watch your video I did, a few did times. I? <laughs> nah, you know I I I, I feel pretty bad, but. I probably still yeah, bust your chops okay. a few times because I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> even even I just no, I know, I know you did the yeah, video and everything. I, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like it's. I want to make sure. I you know these are like if it was an oxy, whatever. You know, I was just like okay, put a battery pack in there, put my flywheels unit, and go fly. And I I know you would probably do it even if you had like if for some reason you bought another 570 you had a 570 you bought another 570 or whatever but it's a nitro and now it's a a line it's it's like it's like a a power system and a a company you know a a brand that you don't really know that well so it's great i would do the same thing one of the things that is totally different is it has the old way of servos it's all pull pull or push pull whatever for the cyclic okay I have no experience in that. I don't. I don't know how to square those things up. You know, because they have to be ninety. The swash has to be ninety to the the pull push pull system, and then that has to be ninety to the servo uh, horn, which has now two rods for each servo. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I definitely want to get familiarized with this heli, because you know I, I know I'm going to end up putting it in. It's going to happen, and it's fine. <laughs> oh, boy. But it's in a line. And it's kind of an older kit, so there's tons of parts out there. In fact, I, I'm getting parts with it. I'm getting oh, spare cool. parts, some spare parts, and I'm getting... It has three canopies, or two extra canopies, I think. Yeah, it has three canopies. Nice. I know I'm going to put it in. I'm okay with that. Um, but I need to know, like, if I put it in, what to fix or how to fix it. So force myself to learn by taking it all apart and putting it back together with the manual. Nice. All right, so let's go with our wrap-up here. All right, go through the wrap-up. All right, so Facebook likes. <laughs> Were you waiting for something else? I wasn't sure if anyone was going to be like, wrap it up. Oh. Well, I figured that gets played. How many times can you hear Kevin go, all right, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Like a jackass. Wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> okay, let's do the Facebook likes. We are at 478. Yeah, 
we are very close. And I know, dude, it's so awesome that we're getting so many likes. And, uh, man, I thank everybody out there, but now they're putting the pressure on us to come up with something for 500 likes, man. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, what do you want to do? I don't know, dude. I, we keep talking about it and it's going to be here and we're going to be like, uh, 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 uh. So let's do something, dude. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do something. We'll, we'll have to figure it out. I mean, we um, get a lot of people that, that don't fly helis at all, so maybe we should do something, you know, pick some names or whatever and do some random thing. And, you know, if they're into flight fest or flight tests, we can uh, do some kind of thing through flight tests, too. I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. I mean, I'm kind of broke. I've been buying a lot of helis, so. <laughs> you know, it, you know, we, we don't have sponsorship for the podcast or donations or anything. Anything we do, uh, any expense on the podcast is all out of pocket for us. Um, that includes stickers, shirts, any of that stuff, but, you know, may, maybe we can put an order of shirts in or something and, you know, if we have to split it up, whatever. It's not, yeah. you know, throw, throw a couple of shirts or something. I can definitely throw some money in on that. Something. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe Kevin could finally put that sticker order back in so we could get more stickers. Oh, jeez, I, I know. know, dude. I've had people ask me about those too. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do some stickers. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna write it down right now. On the whiteboard? No, on my pad in front of me. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, grabbing the sharpie and a mirror and writing it on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> in permanent. Sure, the wife would love that. <laughs> He'll, he'll never forget it, though. She'll always bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Facebook likes 478. 17 this week. I have 13 names. Wait a minute, dude. 478. Yeah. You know what that number is? That's that new movie oh, that new was movie. talking about. <laughs> Where I'm like, 47? <laughs> 478, you idiot. 478. Yeah, whatever that is. Okay. It's probably not even going to be called that when it comes out. It's probably going to call something else you watch. Yeah. It has to end with an OR, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we... Oh, let's cue the music first. Make sure that's running. All right. Let me, so, let me see. Let me bring my laptop up so I could actually see the names. All right. We have Daniel Marino. That's not Marino. Marino? Marino. Jay Gardner. Patrick Jorger. Jerry Closter, Faith, Faith, Sabas, 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 Careful how you pronounce that there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what, what's uh, wrong with that? S A P M A Z. No, the way he was going there. Did you not hear it? Edward, <laughs> let's just keep moving it on. No, Edward. I didn't hear it. All right, you can edit this part out, but he almost Edward. said some ass. Oh. Sap mass. Some ass? No. Sap mass? That's kind of how it came through, almost sounding. Okay, rewind. So we have Faith, Sap mass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Edward Adiroth? 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 Ah, oh, man. Kurt Sonnenberg, Mark Villanueva, Nueva, Nueva, Dan Howell, Muhammad. Gardy, Brandon Larner, Willie Murphy. Uh, what do we have here? I can't see with the pop filter in my face. Um, 
Garvey Jean-Louis? Yeah. Garvey Jean-Louis. Or is it Harvey? Like, what, the G sounds like an H, maybe? Or maybe French or something? Har- I don't know. Harvey Jean-Louis. Harvey Jean-Louis. I said okay. it with a Spanish accent. Mordillos. Mordillos. All right. Uh, Facebook comments. Oh, man. Are you, are you asking me that, like, put me on the spot? Yeah, because I don't have any Facebook comments. I mean, I have a lot of comments to my Nitro post. Well, we had a lot of comments, and, dude. We're getting so much stuff. I'm getting kind of overwhelmed with it lately. Like, um, the notifications we get on Facebook. Oh, yeah. We get tons now. Um, yeah, we've been getting a lot. Well, here's a couple real quick. So, our friend Muse um, posted a picture. He lost this lost the fly bar on fourth flight muse oxys don't have a fly bar <laughs> i think he meant to say fly bar links fly barless uh-huh. links maybe that's what it looks like it looks like he lost his uh his uh main grip links for his uh, oxy so that that hit uh that crashed but no damage he says we had one of the folks that liked our podcast I think he messaged us saying that it's it's pronounced more like DJ. Yeah, that was the guy I was going to just read. Yeah. D- DJ Nefi. He says, wah ha 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 Just heard my name on the podcast. People are always mispronouncing my name. So, so uh, hopefully we did a better job this time. <laughs> probably not. That's for me. You probably got it right. I probably screwed it up. <laughs> yeah. What else we have? We have Ryan Zanow. Zaynow, and he said very decent. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Mostly harmless? Mostly harmless. That's yeah. funny. That's a, that's one of the SSIDs we have at work, at my job. Mostly harmless. <laughs> Do you know what that's from? No. Uh, you work with some nerds then, and yeah. you're not one of them. Well, I'm the But you told nerd. me before the nerds are hip nowadays, so I don't even know what the hell to think anymore. Anyways, yeah. um, we got a lot of comments that people started listening to us because Dan talked about us on the last RCHN show. So, mm-hmm. uh, man, just got to thank those guys again. And thanks for everybody for giving us a chance, man. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. And hopefully we can, uh, you know, as the show goes on, improve quality and production and all that. Yeah. yeah. All aspects, right? Little by little. <laughs> yeah, baby it steps. It won't be. T- it won't be the next one. It won't be episode sixty-two. No, not so, at all. Uh, yes, it'll be the baby steps. Uh, also, for our listeners and our the folks that are following us on Facebook, I posted up a new uh, thread for Ask Arnold. So hopefully, we'll get Arnold back on the show next week. Give him a call and and so you know post your questions there. Yeah, <laughs> I almost said that. Like Arnold, didn't I? Yeah, it, it was very close. Um, a little too nasally. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can't help it. Oh, all, all right, good. let's see what else we got. We got a lot of people talking about the the nitro because I posted a picture of that. Um, that's cool. Chris, our Chris uh, posted. Did you check that out? The V Bar Neo Cage. Yes, I did. It looks pretty damn cool, man. That was pretty cool. It's forty bucks, but. I mean, no, for forty bucks, it's actually pretty cool. I that's like not the a fact big investment, that, right? 
Yeah, I like the fact that you could like pop it off and you know pop the the V bar off and on and stuff like that. I mean, if if you're a stone cold coward like me that has a six ninety and doesn't want the wife to see it, and you want to just bring your V bar upstairs to you can uh, you update it via software and on the computer, I can just pop it right off and bring it up here, <laughs> right? <laughs> I guess that's one way to look at it. Oh boy, sure. I just don't want to hear it. I've been married long enough. But, but exactly. I, I know when I just don't want to hear it. I don't yeah, want to yeah, hear yeah. it. Uh, it's better to avoid the fight. And it's so funny because, you know, my wife was like, if you're going to buy another helicopter, buy a bigger one. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's what, before I bought the 766 or the 806. She was like, I was like, yeah, I, I kind of want to buy another helicopter. She's like, wouldn't buy a bigger one than the 700. <laughs> Okay, babe, you said so. Wow. Nice. But I kind of lucked out, you know, with this, especially with the um, the Nitro. I basically sold a heli and, like, a couple of random things I had. And that's and I had to put in, like, 50 bucks or 75 bucks. Ooh, I forgot to mention something, too. I can see it's going to be Nitro Heli, Nitro Heli, Nitro Heli for, like, a week now. Steve's I just think it's going to be... No, no, no. Oligogous. Truthfully, it's going to be Nitro Heli, Nitro Heli. Oh crap! It's freaking thirty dollars a gallon of fuel. I'm going back to electric. I think that's what's going to really happen. Tell you the truth. Oh crap! I keep on stalling the engine because I'm not good with my collective. I'm going back to electric. You know? Oh crap! I have to clean this thing. I'm going back to electric. <laughs> uh, anybody yeah. want to buy a nitro heli? Yeah, I got that's- a got a T Rex 700. <laughs> Soon to be for sale in about a month. Give me a month with it. <laughs> now nah, we'll see. Who knows? I mean, I, I don't yeah. know. No, yeah. that's cool, man. I'm glad you're all excited, dude. I can't wait to see this thing yeah. go, man. Yeah, I want to try it. You know, and I'll, I'll let you take a poll on it, too, of course. Nice. <laughs> uh, but one other news I forgot buddy to. Buddy Box. We could V-Control Buddy Box for sure. Yeah. You got one now, too. One thing I, I want to kind of go back, I forgot to mention is I ordered the Oxy 3 Speed Canopy. Oh, it's did out. you? Yeah. I must have been comatose, dude, when those yeah. texts were going back and forth. Yes. It came out, and it's being processed right now, so I, I'm i hoping to have it before the weekend. Oh, so I wow, get man. that hooked up on my OxyCube, so that's going to run the speed canopy. Uh, I, have cool, like, I have like four canopies for that helicopter. I need to do sell them or something, or I don't know, just hang them up somewhere. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. I, I, so, the, the, I wanted the yellow one, but that was out of stock. Um, I guess maybe the production run wasn't enough, or they just the end time because the, it just came out like that day. Oxy announced it, and I ordered it. Um, they had the red and green one, red or green one. So I ordered the red one. I probably won't see it in the air at all, but I give you know, I have red you know blades on my heli, so I was like, ah, let's go with the red one, see what that looks like. Yeah. So, yeah, it should be cool, though. Nice. Yeah. Cool, dude. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, all right. So, website comments. What do we got? Yeah, man. I don't know if we mentioned this guy. Uh, did we mention Kyle Schneider and that he uh, wrote us real quick about um, audio tracks and splitting them into different, uh, recording them into different tracks and stuff like that? Uh, he, hmm. he wrote us a quick note um, to check with Dan, and he said he... he remembers one of the episodes where they talked about it and he's enjoying the show he listens to it um 
and he hopes to meet us at the Lehigh Valley Fun Fly in the spring. He only lives about 40 minutes north of that field. Oh, awesome. Nice. So, yeah. So thanks, Kyle, for uh, sending us a, a message via the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I uh, can't wait to uh, do some flying. It'll be great. Yeah. I got to get a shirt made up that says, I'm that idiot Kevin from Freefall RC, so everybody knows who I am. <laughs> or if you see me flying over my head, they'll be like, that's that guy right there. That's yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. No, nice. I can't wait. I'm, I'm excited to actually go to that and, and hang out because that'll be a lot of fun. I think so, too. I think it's going to be a, a pretty, uh, I'll use Death Pilot's word, epic. Uh, epic. <laughs> Um, nice. Cool. Yeah, that was all I saw. Only thing I saw recent off the website. One thing that I want to mention is um, so uh, by email. I mean, are you talking about emails too? Like when you say website comments, is that also our email? Well, um, we get emailed the comments and they come in as yeah. like a do not reply. So yeah, that's what I was mentioning. Okay. Because we also do have emails too. Javier emailed us, wants us to share James' contact info. Um, I don't know. He had a really long email address, but Javier, if you're on Facebook, that's probably an easy way to contact him. Um, if not, I'll, I'll find his contact info and, uh, I'll email that back to you. Also, we have Paul, um, oh man, I'm going to mess this name up. Her, Chuck. Oh, jeez. H-E-R-A-S-I-M-C-H-U-K. You know, he first of all, he just wanted to say a great job. Um, he's been listening since the first episode and really loves the podcast. So, thank you for that. He was, he was a guy who, yeah, yeah. He remember he was a guy who came to our fun fly. He kind of came a little bit later. Didn't bring any hellies, but just came to watch. He was part of RC RCC, so Rockland County RC Club, and he won the fifty fifty. Oh yeah, raffle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did read that email. Yeah, so, yep, I know who you're talking about. Yep, so, um, yeah, he wanted to get more information about, uh, let's see here, the names of the website, freefrcpodcast.com, but the tiny whoop thing that we were talking about. So, it's off of Banggood. You could just look up, it's Aurora, A-U-R-O-R-A, Aurora, yeah. And it's like a, a 2S version of the Tiny Whoop. It's Aurora 90. Aurora 90. Yeah, so, so if, you, 90 if you actually, yeah, it's 90 millimeters. So if you actually type that into uh, uh, Google, it'll come up Eashin. Yeah, Eashin. E-A-C-H-I-N-E, I guess. Yep. Um, and the logging app that we use, it's, I wish, I got to figure out how to pronounce this guy's name, but it was Steven Einpe. Yeah. And the actual app name is RC Flight and Battery Log. So I've been using this thing pretty kind of religiously this this year. Um, trying to count like how many flights I do this year. Like 27 is going to be like the year of Steve banking in tons of flights. So, um, and 27? Cool. Wait. 27? You said 27 is going to be the year? 2017. Oh, okay. Maybe I, I moved my mouth away a little. Yeah. I don't know. I can't yeah. hear you now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So 2017. I mean, just looking at the app now, uh, what are we? February 7th? You're going to put me into a depression. 115 flights. Wow. 
You have that, almost one month. You have uh-huh. 115 flights already? Logged in, yeah. <sighs> you know how many I and, got this year? I'll take a guess. Uh, yeah. Go you for it. take a guess, Kevin? Go for it. Zero? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to give it like five, but okay. No, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I haven't been in the air yet oh, this man. year. It's well, depressing. I know he's been busy, so. My yeah. flight time is over six hours. Damn, dude. I got to fire that app up, man. Do it, man. Yeah, I haven't got started it. to keep track at all. Guess, guess which is the heli that I got the most flights in. Oh, man. Oh, it's got to be an Oxy, man. Yeah. 44 right. flights in the Oxy 3 cube. Yeah. Because I have nine batteries for that. Or not, like yeah, seven I'm the batteries same way. or something. Yeah. yeah. Guess what the second one is? Um. Ooh, that's a tough one. The logo? The 700? Nope. It uh, is... Uh, 380? Yeah, the 380. 27 okay. flights. Yeah. And then out of the 700s, though, it's got to be the logo, right? Because, I mean, you haven't had the... You haven't had either one of the other ones for that long. No. Really? Yeah. Guess which one? It can't be the black... It's got to be... Is it the black nitro? Yes. Oh, dude, then you're That's not flying That's for you, Javier. That, <laughs> you're not flying that logo enough, man. I'm thinking I saw that logo. I'm oh, seriously man. thinking. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, it's the Black Thunder. Um, I'm the most comfortable with that bird. And, plus, I have an extra battery pack compared to the other ones. I have three no, packs cool, for that. No, that's cool, dude. If so, you're comfortable, I'd say this fly up, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, just because I'm most comfortable with that look, the... The, you know, full fuselage, the size of it, everything about it. Because I flew the competition, you know, for over a year, a little over a year. You know, yeah. and I put in maybe close to like, I don't know, maybe like 70 flights or 80 flights in that bird. So, you know. Well, you were flying that at Green Pond, so definitely over a year. Yeah, it's definitely over a year, but I don't remember how many flights. And that's why this app is so great. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, you know, if you haven't downloaded this app, download it. It's three ninety nine. It's definitely worth the money. It is some getting used to to log everything and like to be mindful. But sometimes I forget to log it after like the flight. But when I'm done with the helicopter, so like I'll cycle through all my, you know, six batteries on the Oxy. And be like, okay, I went through all those batteries, so let me just just log the flights, you know. Yeah. And it's worth it. Like at the end, to have some kind of logs to see. How many flights you put in, how you're progressing, you know? One other thing is cool is that, like, I couldn't see that from all the tick marks I put on the batteries, I backlogged the flights on, you know, when I first got the app in 2016. And I could see that my 380, I've had one crash on it, and I've flown that 127 flights total, you know, since I had the heli because I ticked all my, you know, I put little tick marks on my battery. So I just counted those up and just put them in there. So it kind of gets that backlog in. And now I know that, you know, wow, that's a lot of flights on that one. The Oxy was 116. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm getting some real decent flight times with all these helis. And that, that, you know, that's the way I kind of value the the helicopters. It's like, you know, oh, well, the helicopter, you know, Goblin was like a $1,100 helicopter when all said and done. But I've gotten over 127 flights in it. You know, so it kind of like makes each flight cost less in my head. You know, like the more and more I fly, the more value I feel like I'm getting out of it. So, oh, yeah, sure. 
so yeah hell and, yeah and it's like there's facts now there's statistics there's logs there's you know a freaking chart like a graph if i wanted to show it so this app is pretty cool so definitely check it out yeah it's called rc flight mm-hmm. and battery log just like you said by steven impey yep i-m-p-e-y yep and he's on version 1.70 now and it's 399 i just got it you did yeah, version one point seven zero. Yep, awesome, cool. And, so and now the now the real work begins. <laughs> Gotta enter all my stuff. Yeah, and your batteries. So you have to start yeah. tracking your batteries, like at least putting a number on it, so you know which pack it is. But it's cool. You could take pictures of your batteries, pictures of your aircraft, and 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 you know, to our listeners, this isn't a helicopter um, logging app. It's anything you can. Any aircraft model, and it actually shows you a picture of a plane, not even a heli. It's yeah. um, any model. The, models, the model logo is a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, oh, he just did an update that I noticed. He has it so you could use Google Maps to geotrack your location of where you've flown. So right now I have the two fields that I normally fly at, I guess, more or less, which is the uh, you know Tri-County one. And then our friends field. And I have both those locations there. So, like, I know which flight I did where, too, which is, I don't know, it's cool. More data. That's cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and if you're currently uh, using another uh, app to log your batteries, mm-hmm. he, he he also has two ways of importing that data into this app. And he said that importing data from other apps might be possible. And he gave his um, his email and contact him. You know, they'll give it a try. I guess it's basically, you know, taking that template out of whatever app it is and bringing it into his app, reformatting it for his app. I'm yeah. sure it's pretty easy. Probably taking the raw data and parsing it out to different, yeah, you know, it's probably CSV all Excel-based type stuff. And right. And all he's got to do is run it in and out of something. So that's yep. cool. And he's got Dropbox support, too, on here. Yeah. So you can get a backup of like. it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Or that's like great, if you man. switch phones, you know. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so definitely check it out. For three ninety nine it's worth it. Even if you just give it a try and you know. If you don't like it then Send Steve an email saying I didn't like it. Yeah, send me an email saying you didn't like it. Or send And we'll the other read your Steve. name on the next podcast. Wait, is it my name or the other Steve? <laughs> Steve. Oh, your your name. Oh, okay. All <laughs> right. Uh Podbeam. What do we got? Our buddy. Jericho Byrne and our buddy Gina Tucker both liked episode 60 with James Cadiz, which I liked Cadiz. myself. Yes. thought that was a pretty good episode. Yes. J.G. Devers and Lydia Doolin's uh, audiobooks started following us, and that's it. That's what I see cool. so far. We got a so lot thanks, of response guys. on uh, on that episode. That post uh, for that episode? On James Cadiz? Cadiz? Cadiz. Cadiz. See, I said it wrong. You said it like that. Sorry, James. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a lot of a lot of positive reaction on our on our post for that. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, we got to bring James back. We got to bring James back. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I no. thought it'd be like that guy blew my speakers out. <laughs> <laughs> With the weather. <laughs> nah, nah. It was great to have him on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll do that again. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Definitely. I had a lot. Yeah, you know what? And I think it was Frank Bordadios who uh, sent me a text like later on after that po- podcast was posted, saying mm-hmm. uh, the uh, bloopers were hysterical. Man, yes, 
And I was like, yeah, you don't even know the half of it. But yeah, they were hysterical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So awesome. They were funny, man. Yeah. It was a good show. I, I had a good time, man. But I've lately, like, I've been having a good time with everybody, man. Just been a lot of fun. Have you ever mm-hmm. had a bad time? <laughs> well, some of the stuff, like, early on. I think like, that episode, I, what was it? Uh, 50. You're trying to get me to say Fred Provost? <laughs> <laughs> I know what yes, you're trying to do. Yes. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do it because I actually had a good time with, with him when he was on. I laughed my ass off, man. I had some fun last time he was on. Oh, I mean, I, yeah. we, we joke around with Fred a lot. Of course, but, uh, of course. But dude, man, yeah, we buddy. had a good time when he was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, like some of the earlier stuff, Nick, like when, when they were getting into helicopter stuff, it, it, like it was going over my head. I was like, Ugh. I'm just like listening now. I have no idea what's going on. Like me this so, episode? Yes, Most of the- Like you this episode? <laughs> Just kind of listening. It's just all, you know, you just have to learn it, right? I mean, it's, no matter what, if you fly planes, helicopters, it's maybe different terminology and added terminology, but it's, it's all flight. It's all, you know, it's still interesting and it still holds your attention for the most part. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the English language. You, you, you get yelled at enough in English, you know what stuff starts to mean. So, I don't know. (laughs) the, The worst analogy I could possibly think of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, right. but I've had a lot of fun, man, lately. I mean, one, you know, we've gotten into a certain way of doing things, which I like, too, so it's mm-hmm. it's all good, man. Yeah, yes. I, I, I still don't see, like, that being a bad time. I can see that being, like, kind of slow for you, but I don't know. I don't think there's ever really been, like, an episode where I can see e- anyone that we've had on or anything, like, not having at least an, a decent time. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, very true. All right. Uh, before we go into iTunes review, I do want to also give one shout-out to Willie Murphy. Shout-out. Uh, shout-out. What's up? He's a die-hard heli guy. He has a Blade 230S, Gowie X3, a Trex, <laughs> <laughs> a T-Rex, 550, a Raptor E7, he actually recently sold his T Rex 700N and his 600N. Um, so he's trying to decide on a 700X or the Goblin 700. I would say if you don't crash often, get a Goblin 700. If you crash often, 700X would be cheaper to fix. Main reason I would say is because uh, Goblin 700s, that boom in the parts, they're, just, they're really expensive to fix. Uh, are you talking black nitro or are you talking just 700? I mean, comp. Goblin 700. Yeah, I don't know if it's comp or black nitro. I mean, not nitro. I'm probably the, the electric version. So either 700X T Rex or the either, I guess, black thunder 700 or the competition. If it, if you are thinking about getting goblin 700, um, get the black thunder. That, yeah, is. And the weight to power ratio, by far, is better than a competition for sure. Um, oh, it's been amazing just to see your your amp draw. Yeah, you're flying the same, but your amp draw is so much less, man. Yeah, I'm pulling at least peak wise, like I'm pulling thirty, forty amps less. I mean, granted, I have small, a little bit smaller blades on there, so that could be. But I don't think it's like thirty, forty amps less, and I'm flying harder now. I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> You got you missed out this past weekend, Kevin. You have to see me fly now. I am 
freaking aggressive with the like I'll go 150 feet up and I'm literally thrown to heli and I'm stirring as fast as possible while killing like just full pin rudder like as oh, fast geez. as possible sometimes it's a pure flip sometimes it looks like a tic tac sometimes it just starts falling out of the air it's fantastic nice um, but yeah Willie Murphy give you a shout out um, he also has an e-flight visionaire an e-flight yak 54 carbon z ooh nice Ooh. Let's see. What do he say? I only fly the planes for some relaxing flying at the end of the flying day. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, that's awesome. That's what I used to do when I used to actually carry my planes with me. Uh, let's see. He's looking forward to hearing some plane talk on the podcast to learn stuff and keep him informed of any new releases, news. And that goes for the heli side, too. So, yeah. Cool, man. Thanks, awesome. dude. Thanks for writing to us. Uh, appreciate it. I have some plane talk right now. Oh, yeah. Speaking of shout-outs, I wanted to just give a quick shout-out. I never wish anybody happy birthday on Facebook or anything like that because I'm always afraid I'm going to forget somebody and somebody's going to get pissed, so I just never wish anybody happy birthday. If I got your number and I text you, um, Mm -hmm. then I wish you a happy birthday that way. But um, speaking of planks, our buddy Andrus Liu just had a birthday. Oh, yes. I I don't know what that means, whether he's like... I don't even want to insult the kid, but he's he's a young guy, probably freaking fifteen now. I don't even know sixteen. Well, I don't know sixteen. But this kid has built some amazing planes. Uh, if P thirty eight lightning, what? P, yeah, P thirty eight lightning. That was what the hell was that? Eighty inch wingspan, ninety. And I don't even it know, flew man. So slow and like stable. All out of dollar amazing. Foam, amazing. Flying indoors at the Neff uh, event in, yep. in Ohio. Uh, yep. The first year it was a must, uh, a Messerschmitt that he had. Yep. Uh, right? A, or BF 109. Was that yeah. what he had? Isn't that mm-hmm. a Messerschmitt? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And yeah, that thing that was, flew. That was a gray camo with the yellow, you know, accents. Yeah. Yep. Awesome when I talked to him, man, he awesome. built the stuff out of, out of um, I call it blueprints, but like just the. The, the three the angles. Three, the three angles, the three dimension yeah. angles. Yeah, like your top view, your side view, yeah. front view. That's all he was building some of these planes out of. His kids, he was featured on uh flight test episode with the Fowler flaps. The so Fowler you guys flaps. want to look yep. at that. Mm-hmm. You'll know who we're talking about. Yeah. Great guy, man. And he messaged us uh, not too long ago saying he, he was enjoying the show. So we awesome. hope to see him at, at Neff. I, I talked to the wife. I might, I might shoot out for that uh, real quick. When that happens, I still got to talk to Dave, man. Dave uh, sent me a text about coming out and, yeah, and hanging thing, with him right? for a while. Yeah. But then he then he posted on Facebook like a day later that his dad passed away. I think it was his dad or his grandfather. Oh, boy. Might have been his grandfather. I'm sorry, Dave. Uh, I'm screwing us all up. But, yeah, so I wanted to give him some time before I, you know, call him about that. So, Right, right. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give him a call, find out what's going on. Dave's Dave's good people, man. We we hooked up with him last year and, and the year before. He's awesome, dude. But that's it, man. My two awesome. shout outs. Cool. All right. <coughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, dude. I sound like my father used to sound really? after uh yeah, after forty years of smoking camel, no filters. Oh boy. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh on that front, <laughs> today is uh one whole week. I have not smoked a cigarette for a whole week now. Nice. All right, well, yes. Nice, dude. Just and don't start up Friday because I don't want to smell it at the field, dude. At least give me a chance to experience a 
smoke-free weekend. Nah, man, you missed out last weekend. That was, I that know, was smoke dude, weekend. and you're like, yeah, now I'm going to light up. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to be done for, for a while. <laughs> My wife's like, okay, you just have to quit. Until <laughs> your your you know your son goes to college and I'm like uh, eighteen years, <laughs> okay. Yeah, start putting that money away. I am. You'll, you'll have oh, enough not, money not for college. For, not for college. No. For more hellies. Yeah. <laughs> got to buy number six because you heard I had six. Well, no, I got to buy number seven because I got to be <laughs> one better than you. No. <laughs> oh man. No, no, yeah. but uh, I have been. I've been putting eight dollars away every day. So nice, dude. Yeah, so I got like, you know, a couple bucks in the bank, fifty, fifty-six bucks or so. So yeah, I got I got a separate savings account just for this. Every, every you know, every couple of days or whatever, you know, three or four days, whatever money is, I'll just put it in the bank account. So I expect to have twenty-eight hundred dollars <laughs> by the this time next year. And that'll be um, some new heli or some new RC thing. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. iTunes review. Yeah, man. We obviously have been slacking on iTunes reviews. And it's my fault because I only look at the stateside stuff. Um, but since the new year, uh, we've had three more. We actually had one more that I saw, two more that you saw. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say three altogether okay. that we didn't talk about. One is from Red Rob sixty nine. He's in Canada, and he says these guys are funny, mainly geared toward RC helis that I don't fly, but I still love to listen to the bantering and Arnold impersonations. <laughs> Get to the choppa. Yeah, I didn't think they were Arnold impersonations though. I thought that was him we were calling. Yes. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, um, well, there, there's well, when we get to the Arnold questions, there are people asking why. Kevin and Arnold don't talk to each other. Oh. Well, Steve's like them got balls of steel to talk the way he talks to him. I don't even want to get him pissed off or anything like that. I'm coming down on me. All right. Well, plus I'm I'm more of a Stallone guy. I don't I really like Arnold that much. <laughs> so I don't want, I don't want to get him started. Mm. Um, Makes sense. Just wait till he hears this episode. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh we got another one from Sneaky P83 in Australia. Man, this is just blowing nice. my mind, dude. On the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. The Which, world. I might go out there. Mm. Where? To Australia? Australia. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go out there or my coworker, but uh, we're, we're probably opening an office down there, so we're going to need someone to go wow, out there. Wow, man. Really? Yeah. Sydney, probably. Nice. Sydney, Australia. Nice, dude. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, whoever's going out there is not looking forward to like the 26 to 28 hour flight, whatever it is. It's crazy. It's not nonstop, is it? They can't fly nonstop. They can only fly like 11 hours. No, I, I think there's like one stop, if not two. Oh, okay. Depends, depends on which way to go. If they go over towards California to Korea and then down, or if they oh. go to, um, through Europe and then down or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's got to be an experience on its own. Yeah, just give me a bunch of sleeping pills. Let me go to sleep. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then let me wake up and then just drink like five of those little, you know, little alcohol bottles. One and a half shots or whatever they are. Dude, they need to put you in stasis. Yeah. That's what they need to do, you know. Seriously. Uh, 
Freeze you. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sneaky Pete, 83, from Australia, he wrote, New RC Heli Podcast Fix. Really enjoyed the podcast. Great to hear familiar voices on the show. Just having fun and talking about the hobby. Keep up the good work, guys. We're definitely going to so try. Thank you, <laughs> thank you Sneaky awesome. Pete. Thank you. And, ooh, Escorn Abolif. Nice. From the Netherlands. He wrote a, a Freefall RC podcast. Awesome work until now. Keep it up. I'm not sure what the hell that means, but he gave us five stars. So did everybody awesome. else. Maybe he's lost the translation. I don't know. It could be, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean he titled it Freefall RC Podcast. Uh, but thanks, guys. No, thank awesome. you so much. Thank I'm, you. I'm sorry we forgot about you. Maybe I'll have to look back. Uh, maybe we, I don't know if this goes retro to where I could see if there was others that were missed, you know. Well, it goes as the States. far back as when I registered. Oh, okay. It. Okay. So, yeah, because it was a listener that turned us on to yes. registering, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. Oh, cool. So I signed up, and yeah, I think they send us weekly, if not monthly. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's weekly. Okay, cool. So yeah, we could probably backtrack it and see if we missed any, but I, I think we did. I, I think I went over with you one, one week, or I mean, a while back ago, and and kind of went through like, did we say this one, this one, this one? And yeah, I think yeah, we were caught up, but recently, yeah, we might have been a week or two behind on that one. So awesome. Well, thanks again, guys. Yeah. All right. Drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review possibly on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Facebook like us. Facebook.com, FreefallRC Podcast. Uh, check out our webpage, freefallrcpodcast.com. Say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. So, Chris. <laughs> Nick just laughs. <laughs> Nick's just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking about, like, Chris has got all those helicopter photos of him, and now it's just, like, lately all it is is the Maverick. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he got a little little Maverick, a little AP craze, but um, another thing he's been posting a lot, I guess he's been digging through his old computer or something. He's finding, Did like, his, that? the dirt bikes and his uh, yeah, crotch yeah, rocket. Yeah, little quads and crotch rockets, yeah. Yeah, it's all like his stunters. all this old stuff. <laughs> It's like, uh-huh, oh, look, uh-huh. I had this, I had that. And it's like, yep. Yeah. What happened? You <laughs> nice. getting out of the hobby? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, um, yeah, you want to take the flight test forms, Nick? Sure. Flight test forms, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcasts, Freefall RC podcast. Come in, talk on our episodes, uh, ask questions, comments, concerns. Say yeah. hi to me. Say hi to Nick. Cool. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Nick. Um, hey. I think... Hey, so, a couple of the emails that we got, um, you know, people hey, are asking... Mike. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're there if you want to talk to them. Sitting right next to us. Um, so a couple of listeners, you know, emailed us mentioning, like, um, you know, where, where do they find links? Or, you know, like, want to get links, you know, get James, you know, contact info. Um, I think flight test forums is probably the best place for it. Yeah, and we're definitely so, going to get better at that. And I'm going to, if most of you who go to the forums know, I haven't been posting lately. Uh, I got caught up with work. I should be back at that, and we're going to try to make it better than ever. I think that's a good place to put the show notes, right? Like to put the um, any links that we have besides our, 
you know, common links like YouTube and Facebook and, you know, Podbeam and stuff like that. But to have like, okay, you know, we had this guest host. This is his contact information. You know, the Aurora 90, like here's a link to that. Come check it out. Like any, any of the key things that we talk about, maybe when we talk about news and announcements, perfect place to put the um, flyers for the fun flies. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a good idea too. Yeah, yeah. you know, that Great type idea. of information too. So... I, I know, <laughs> you know, Fred has blessed us with this spot on the uh, flight test forum. Let's let's definitely start utilizing more. Let's bring let's bring them more traffic. So for our listeners, you know, you don't have to be registered to go there and take a look. It is a public forum, so even if you don't post anything, you know, go check it out. You know, go check out the links there and everything. And then if you want to post, create an account. It's free. There's no harm in that. So. Cool. Yeah, go to the dollar store, get some foam, and print out a plans for a free plane. Yeah, build a Vigan. <laughs> By far, still my favorite uh, foam airplane. Like, you know, Dollar Tree foam boy airplane. Yeah, Sp- insane. Spitfire mm-hmm. was still mine. That's my second. I had so much fun with Spitfire. Kevin, you can, uh, you know, confirm that one. Yeah. I had tons of fun back in Green Pond with that. Yeah, we had a lot uh, of fun, man. Mm-hmm. Those planes over there. I really don't even know if I could pick a f- a favorite man. I don't know. David, yeah, you can. David has the plans for the two hundred percent Spitfire on the flight test site. So does he? Yeah, it's in an article. Really? It's in the article. Okay. Oh, he's crazy. So that's where I got him. If anyone else is looking for him, they're on there. They're in the article section for the oh, Spitfire. I thought you said vegan, 200% no. vegan. I was going to ask what that was powered by. Did I say 200% vegan? I thought I said 200% <laughs> no, Spitfire. No, no, my, my brain thought of David and vegan, linked them together. Well, he designed both, so. Yeah, he designed yeah. Spitfire too, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, for all, for all the helicopter folks, you know, if you want to have a nice relaxing flight at the end of the day, build yeah. a plane for like 30 bucks. Build a bloody wonder, man. A bloody wonder. I mean, that's a yeah, lot of fun. That's man, a lot that's of bank fun. And yank, man. Mm-hmm. It's three channel. Yeah, a lot you of know, fun that plane. For for all you guys that like multi rotors, I mean, FPV race wings seem to be like, I don't know, an up and coming growing thing that's taking even a lot of the drone pilots away from flying drones, and you know now they're flying like these crazy high speed wings. Mm-hmm. You want to try it out? An FT Arrow Versa wing. What is it? A dollar, two dollars for the. A sheet of foam, you know, or two yeah. sheets of foam, and you got yourself a flying wing with, you know, two servos, a motor, receiver, that's it, or ESC too, um, you know, and then if you have your FPV gear from your quad, just throw it in there, and you're, you're good to go. So wait, racing wings are taking pilots away from drone racing? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, that's so sad. Look at our club. <laughs> look, look, like this Saturday. <laughs> what is with that laugh? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's only a multi-rotor. Uh, I know what you're referring to. Okay. It's only a multi-rotor. Yeah. No, that's, hey, that's, that's what happens, man. Yeah. I'm just laughing because we were talking about how uh, drone racing was taking helicopter pilots and plane pilots away, and now something else is taking those yeah. pilots away. And mm-hmm. Yeah, but... One of the things is drone, like, you know, multi-rotors and drone racing, FPV racing, that has has captured a couple of, like, you know, top, like, you know, heli pilots, like top sponsored pilots, like, away from flying helis. That I see is like, eh, 
you know and they, and a lot of them are like oh no no i still fly helis but like every single video they they post now it's all quads flipping and doing races or going through gates and stuff it's like you know okay yeah so i mean it's all a cycle i think um yeah i think so they'll find a way back anyways yeah. nothing challenges your pilot skill your attention your everything you know than a helicopter it really is the hardest uh, aspect of RC flight, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll agree with that. So, all right. I don't know. Getting past uh, just flying in general, the helicopter wasn't that hard to take over. I don't know. Just to hover it around and fly. Yeah, I was going to say it's not hard to to hover and then start to fly, but once you get into more of the advanced, like like the 3D, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that is insane. It's, it's definitely not as hard to just get into as it used to be. Yeah, yeah. They definitely, definitely. fly a lot better than the older stuff. But um, to do not even like a mild 3D, but like to sport fly accurately, they they are. It takes a lot of concentration. It, it's if you fly four channel planes and do a lot of coordinated turns, that'll help you a lot because that's helicopters need coordinated turns. I mean, yeah, you can stall turn them and come back, stall turn them, come back, but. To, to really make it fly smooth, you need to coordinate your turns and and really be accurate. And if you want to start doing any, like, you know, even in forward flight, doing a, a loop or invert, um, not inverted, but like a roll, loops and rolls and stuff, it starts to get a little crazier with, like, that left stick, you know? It can be in that collective management not to give too much negative and have that helicopter whip around all weird and everywhere, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely hovering, moving around, even like figure eights, you know, you'll get those pretty easy. And once you start moving past that, that's when uh, the real challenge comes. I never thought I'd be able to use the throttle, like the, you know, the collective, the aileron, the elevator and a rudder together in one move. Like I never thought my brain would be able to wrap my, you know, fingers and eyes around it. But, you know. Yeah, look at you now. Yeah, we're, we're even Kevin. Kevin's killing it with that stuff. And the thing with Kevin Shit. is like, and I, I mean, I'll, I'll say this not to like puff up your head or anything, like you know, make your ego get bigger, but you have like balls of steel when it comes to Ali sometimes because you do like the craziest thing, and I'm just like, holy shit, that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> And I know a lot of things I probably do probably scare you a little too, but I mean, maybe it's because you're not the person in control. When I see you and I'm sitting next to you, I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> what? Uh, what What scares you? Those those inverted like outside loops and I come around and I'm kind of a little close to the ground or something? Yeah, that one, that one I'm getting a little used shit. to. A lot of the high speed stuff. Um, sometimes when you try to do bureau flips and like you, you, don't move the rudder enough that it just kind of like yeah, it just gets all twisted. All yeah, yeah. And I'm just like oh crap, oh crap. <laughs> yeah, um, and you know you you're better at this, but you used to definitely kind of like give a little too much collective, and then the helicopter be on top of you. You're, you're better at it now, but you well, used yeah, to do that yeah. often. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I'm just happy to be beyond the 450 days, dude. Uh, and I say 450s; it could have been any model at that point. I just I, I didn't comprehend. I didn't have things set up right, man. I, I was just a complete mess. I mean, I was just like so much against me, man. There's so much I didn't know. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's not knowing. I said it a million times. I bought that 
450 on eBay and, and it got it all set up. And I was thrilled to death when we actually got it flying, man, that day at Green Pond. And I was able to fly it around for a little bit. Mm hmm. Cause it's just, it was like such a giant hurdle. Like I'd built two or three of them fly yeah. barred ones and, you know, mess with the gyros. And I was able to actually get that flying pretty good, but it was so hit and miss. Like one day it would fly perfect. And, you know, and then you take it to the field the next day and it was completely out of whack. Like yeah. it made no sense. It was the consistency just wasn't there with those things. Yeah. With the fly barred, you know, stuff, man. Because this fly bar win has so much to play with it. Yeah. And speed yeah. and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. And the other thing is that, like, I feel like technology is like, has gone leaps and bounds even with any of the stuff quad planes you know everything has a gyro in these days right i mean yeah. you can't buy like that's why i love the icon when that came out but i know what you're saying yeah you can't buy anything without a yeah you buy a horizon hobby plane as3x yeah you know? right i mean and plus you get you get awesome planes to like beginner planes you don't have to get those with as3x you don't, but I mean, for the most like beginner, they're gonna get it because they're like, I want to buy and fly to my DXX, right? So, you know, you buy it that way, and and it's great because it gives you like just a beginner aspect, right? Like, imagine if when I was a kid and I started out and they had their apprentice out, like I probably would have continued flying since I was twelve years old if I had an apprentice and not crashed every single damn plane I've ever built. Oh, definitely, um, of course. I see a lot of us being able to stay in it. Or start earlier and stay in it longer than what we did yes, when we first started. Yeah, have more success, right? Yeah. It's all about the success rate. like, And that's why helicopters scare so many people away. I mean, besides that they're loud, spinning lawnmowers. You know, it's that, like, the success rate of a helicopter, like, back in the day was a lot less, you know? You talk about all the people that, like, barely hovered it for 10 seconds before it crashed. Now it's like, oh, yeah, you know? It was like flying a quad. Like, I just hover it, tail in, you know, and you get used to it. You start moving it around. It's it's much easier to succeed in it now, so. Mm-hmm. And you can easily cool. start training someone on a quad to fly a helicopter. Buddy boxing, too, you know. I mean, there's there's also RC flight schools, right? Like Todd Bennett, you know. He does an RC flight school. He does his clinic, so. Um, and he'll teach you basically how to fly and get over that, like, uh, fear factor. Because that's what really is stopping anyone from really succeeding, I guess, like, or or progressing, I'll say. It's the fear factor of, like, either crashing or hurting themselves or something, you know? There's always that fear, and that's what stops humans from achieving greatness, so, yeah. Yeah, nothing like that disappointing feeling when something goes in. <laughs> well, I don't know. For me, I don't, I don't get disappointed with crashing helis, really. Uh, no, probably not with us anymore. We kind of look at it and laugh. But uh, yeah. when you're first starting out, it's very disappointing to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But you got to realize it's part of it. It's part of it, man. Like, yes. When Steve's talking about helicopters and stuff like that, man, I, I don't know how, how many times I've heard, you know, it's only a matter of time before you're crashing. It's same with planes, too. You know, it's just even a matter of time before you. Even the best pilots crash. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like one of the posts I put up, I put a picture of um, my friend Max, Protos Max. And I, I forgot exactly my wording on it, but, um, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I got to tear it apart and, you know, parts are going to be on order. And I said something like, you know, we all crash, but it's how we, you know, how we pick ourselves back up and go flying again. Like, that's the important part. 
You know, everyone's going to crash, whether you're flying flight tests, planes, cars, boats, it doesn't matter, helicopters, everything crashes, <laughs> you know? I think that's why flight test was so successful, too, too, in a way, because people could relate to, or they made it easier on new guys to be like, hey, they crashed and they, they're laughing about it. They're having a yes. good time, you know? It's uh-huh. cheap. I can rebuild it. I mean, that's what I found so appealing. Like on top of that, and it's like you crash, and most of the stuff's good. What you break a prop, and you broke the airframe. It props yeah. a couple dollars, and the airframe's a couple dollars. Yeah, right. Exactly. You're back in the air, and yeah. you built it. You could build it again. And you're out tomorrow. Yeah, you built it once. It might be annoying sometimes, you know, but you could do it. You yeah, know, just put the time in, and you could do it, and then. And I think that's where I got the whole like, oh, I crashed. This is awesome. It's from flight yeah. test because you uh, know, definitely right off the bat, that's how it worked. That was the impression um, that they give people is that it's crashing happens. It's it's the fun that you have with hanging out with your friends doing this wonderful hobby. So I just miss the slapstick humor of the older episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do it every now and then. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, it's like anything, you know, like a band or anything. They they have to grow, right? Like, if you don't grow, then, you know, it's, it's not it's not going to always be the same. So, but that's fine. So, it's definitely nice to have you back on the show, Nick. Always. Pleasure to be on. Yeah. All right. I want to thank yeah, our man. listeners and for taking the time to actually listen to us and to write to us and... You know, share your your experiences, your content on our Facebook page and on our flat test form too. We got a lot of good stuff for, especially that Fred uh, Provost episode with the um, talking shop of Fred. That got the a workbenches, yeah. yeah he posted a ton of photos of his shop. Yeah, and other people did too. You know, posted video yeah. clips of their shop and stuff. So Some awesome, video thank tours you. And yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah. All right. So yeah, free our skies, and uh, we'll see you next time. Okay. See you. See you guys. See ya. See ya, Nick. Bye bye. (laughs) Bye bye. That was Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't you do like a a Muppet noise or something? That was it, wasn't it? No. um, No, you're thinking of uh, the Yogi Bear. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it.